0: Hello, and welcome to the Bookish Banter Podcast, where we'll be sharing our opinions about our favorite books, authors, and bookish impulse buys. Follow along on our journey to finishing and sharing our endless TBR. Go ahead and subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at the Bookish Banter Podcast. Let's get started. This episode contains spoilers from *The Throne of Glass* series, *A Court of Thorns and Roses* series, and *Crescent City* by Sarah J. Maas, and *From Blood and Ash* series by Jennifer L. Armentrout. Hello, hi. How's it going? It's going well.
1: It's um, I don't know, just like another day in the life. You yeah, know, definitely.
0: <laughs> we are deep in the middle of summer, so it's hot. Yes. It's toasty, it's yeah. very
1: toasty. So um, what are we talking about today, Tatiana?
0: We are doing a full series Throne of Glass recap with a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, special guest?
2: Hello, hi, I am Sarah, also known as Rosebud Mode, um, And I am on TikTok and I also have a kind of a bookstagram, but mainly run a TikTok account that's very Throne of Glass related. And um, I also run a book club where we are currently reading Throne of Glass. <laughs>
1: she is our bookish interwebs throne of glass expert so obviously we had to have her on here and obviously talk about throne of glass so thank you for joining us we're really excited to to have you on the podcast and uh to talk all things throne of glass yeah I'm very
2: excited to be here it's it's like relieving for me to like talk about the spoiler free because most of the time I have
1: to like hide (laughs) things (laughs) so it's like
2: it's nice to just get it all out in the open
1: (laughs) yeah it's like you post a video and you're like Turn of glass spoiler. Like yeah. you have to yeah. like
2: yeah. note it somewhere. So. We don't even yeah. say in the Discord, like if someone says that Rowan and Ailen are mates, like we delete the comment immediately. So oh like <laughs> like I can't even like people are mad at me right now because they're like slowly getting closer to it. And yeah, we don't we don't let them know.
0: <laughs> you are like,
2: oh my gosh. <laughs> You're I like no like- spoilers allowed. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're very strict on that. <laughs> we tried to do a good job of like reading. This is our first read of Throne of Glass. So it was like we tried to really hard to like not spoil ourselves every time I see anything I'm like scroll 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 go away go away <laughs> so that's awesome I, I think it really adds to the experience if you don't get yeah.
2: spoilers I am um, I'm a big troll that's like kind of my my favorite part about getting people into Throne a Glass is I'll either troll them on Selena and Aylin or I'll troll them on like the Rowan Aylin thing or I think like my worst one I have is like when people get kind of towards like the end my last troll because I feel like some of them like you really can't is like people will be like, I can't, I can't start Kingdom of Ash. Like I can't start it. And I was like, you just got to take it off, take it off. Just take it off, take it off. And they're like, <laughs> you did not say that. And I'm like, yeah, like obviously it's like my last little bit. And then I let them on their merry way.
0: <laughs> I've heard so many people have been like, yeah, hey, I read the whole series, but like, I just couldn't pick up Kingdom of Ash. And I'm like, how do you get that far how? into it? And just like quit. I just I have don't no understand.
1: Idea. I have no idea. <laughs> I was, I was scared to start it just because I knew I was like, okay, it's the last one. It's gonna be brutal yeah and I just I don't know if I'm emotionally <laughs> ready so like to read this book and I was I was not I was not it's, prepared yeah I think it's
2: it's some of the most gut-wrenching that she's done so far I think Crescent City gets close but like Throne of Glass is by far like it's it's tough like there are some some things in there that are really tough
0: yeah, it's the first book. It's long. It's so long. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think it's also like the very. I I've never read a book that has made me so emotionally traumatized and like the very <laughs> fire storms. Like her, putting her in that coffin and whip, I was oh, yeah. like done. I was like I'm out. This is
1: this is not okay. I need therapy just from this moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. It was um, yeah, it was. I I finished that and I was just like, oh, this is kingdom of ash is gonna be rough like if that's how we're starting like this is gonna be rough like so yeah it was uh it was definitely intense but um yeah so uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: Yeah. I think um that was the only spoiler I looked up I wanted to know how far into it was she gonna get out because I could not go into that
0: (laughs) knowing (laughs) it was like the whole book
1: I literally so funny enough I literally did that um oh what was it queen of shadows when okay. she's like she goes back or whatever and like rowan's not with her i'm like when does rowan come <laughs> back, back? <laughs> i was like flipping through like yeah. like looking for his name i'm like when does he yeah. come back <laughs> that was like the only time i ever did that but like i i had to like force myself not to look up that spoiler because i was like when did they get her like it's just a long yeah. book so it could be a while so it, it was been, a yeah. struggle What's funny
2: about that uh, Queen of Shadows one, I didn't look it up, but I was like laying in bed and I was reading it. I was like, I'm going to light a pine candle. Like that'll summon Rowan. So like I lit one <laughs> and he came like two pages later and I was like, that did it. Like that's what I needed. <laughs> so it's like, it was funny. That's I think so at the time, cause great. I I felt the same way as you did. I was like, Where is he? Like, he's gonna freak so when he
1: finds out all of this. You like summon him with like a handful of snow and a pine candle, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> some, some hawk feathers. Like, yeah. Where are you, Rowan? Where are you? Exactly.
0: That is so funny. It was really random. <laughs> yeah, That's I awesome. don't know. I felt at the end when they're like the final battle scene and she goes back in her head and she's like still in the coffin. I was like, Oh, so this is just like all fake, like everything's fake. I was convinced. For like a couple pages there that that was like, she's still in the coffin. And I was like, oh my God, did we just read 800 pages for this to all be like false? (laughs) Like no way.
2: (laughs) A dream. Yeah, that was, that was rough. That was so rough.
1: Yeah. I saw this, like, I think it was like either like a meme or someone was talking about like headcanon and they were like, I just picture Aelyn years down the road with her kids and, like, enjoying her life and ruling Tarasand and, like, in love. And then she has to, like, pinch herself to convince, to, like, make sure she's, like, this isn't just something that's conjured up by Maeve and she's, like, actually in reality. And I was like, oh, that's, that's, oh, no.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, I think that's kind of why it's nice that she will always have Fenris because I think Fenris is the only one that's going to understand. And he's the only one that can kind of tell her like, it's okay. It's real. Like yeah,
0: just,
1: just keep blinking. Like just, keep okay.
0: blinking. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Like, oh yeah. man, it was, it was, brutal. it was pretty brutal, but um, yeah. So we wanted to ask you a few questions. So we always yeah. start off kind of some episodes whenever we have guests on, and we ask a few questions. So number one, what are you currently reading? I know you said the book, the book club is going through throne of glass right now, yeah. but are you reading anything Aside from
2: that. Yeah. And I have to pull it up because I obviously I'm going to forget the title because I can not remember the first book. Um, so I'm reading Restless Summer, which is the second book in the Fortuna Sworn series. Um, I don't know if either one of you have heard mm-hmm. of it, but it's like, it's very traditional fae. Um, so it's, it's not like Faye as in like what we know of like Throne of Glass or Roses* or anything like that. But um, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like True Blood. This is like the best way to describe it meets like this very folklore, like, world of magic. Um, And I've really been loving it. It's, it's great. It has a little bit of spice, but it's not like super crazy. Um, And it's just like the nice little taste. Um, So yeah, definitely. And what's funny, what's funny about that book is um, I mentioned a lot that like when I first imagined Manon, I imagined her like old and then I- (laughs) totally realized that was incorrect. And same thing with this. There's a character in here and he's like white haired. And I was like, oh, he's old. And everyone's like, you love Rowan and you didn't even think that he was a love interest. And yeah, spoiler alert, he was. So like, that was my bad.
0: (laughs) I watched your video that you posted about that. And I, Kirsten and I had this conversation the other day and I was like, every time I read a book, it's like, whatever they're describing is never what my like thought is yeah. like elite I was like oh she's got like mousy brown hair she's like very petite you yeah. know like n- it's never what the book like says and then I, I watched her video and I was like gosh that's so true because that's me like I'm like oh yeah. this is exactly the opposite of whatever they said they look yeah. like is what I see in my head so yeah yeah, yeah so I was dying.
2: I'm, re- <laughs> I'm reading that and then um our other we have a monthly book club so a lot of people have finished on glass so they wanted to stick together um so we're reading lore um which is the Greek mythology book and then um we're now on the tandem read so we're doing Throne of Glass and or Empire of Storms and Tower of Dawn together which is
0: That's brutal
1: <laughs> we we did it so we were going to do that and then we did it and I'm kind of I like go back and forth I'm kind of glad we did it because there was so yeah. much that goes on in Tower of or not Tower of Dawn but there's like things that happen in Empire of Storms and then there are things that happen in Tower of Dawn and you're like I feel like it would have like thrown off some of the things if we had done like you know when you find out about Maze like you know all these things but like I don't know I I go back and do like a
0: reread I would do a tandem read because it was like yeah kind of reading the same thing over again
2: yeah but yeah the first time around I was like (laughs) (laughs) so the what's great about the tandem read and there's like a lot of guides online and so like we're just following one of the guides I'm it's not like a guide that I made but um so I should clarify because I'm such a people laugh when they find out this about me but I didn't read Tower of Dawn the first time I read the series um because I didn't know like it was so important I just skipped it so I found about Maeve when Rowan and Aylin found out about Maeve and was like <laughs> I think my reaction was the same as Rowan's which was like pure panic and didn't know how to react to the whole thing Super um, yeah exactly but um what's great about the tandemry because like this is like my first time kind of doing it side by side um and I ended up I did end up reading Tower of Dawn on its own was like perfect example when like Aylan's like we're going to Skulls Bay like the next chapter in Tower of Dawn is Kale being like they're in Skulls Bay and I'm like "Kale, you idiot like don't tell them like that's where they are like so it is kind of cool to kind of see the parallels um of it and it gives a nice break because Empire of Storms is intense so it's a nice breather yeah that one's
1: just non-stop brutality like that was that one's yeah. rough yeah so um yeah it was kind of nice to have that break between empire of storms and kingdom of ash so it'd be like okay we're going to a completely yeah. different world it's a little more i mean it's still intense but like it's not right like <laughs> we're not yeah. facing the fact that Alien's in a coffin right now yeah <laughs> right you can yeah. kind of forget about it for a second <laughs> like,
0: i think tower dawn was like probably my favorite <laughs> we're being honest.
2: A, no hey that's awesome because i really was dreading it and it wasn't because it was like kale store i just didn't yeah. think i was gonna like it because i love aylen and rowan so much and i loved it like i yeah. almost wish there was more of that world because i it's found like, that it that could so have been a whole
0: nother series or yes. it felt like it wasn't really part of the series yeah, yeah yes. i really liked that one yeah
1: for sure Yeah, it was awesome i really enjoyed that one too that was probably there's like Three that are kind of, yeah, three that are kind of on the same level, and it's like yeah. obviously like Tower of or Tower of Dawn, yeah, Tower of Dawn, Empire of Storms, and throne of glass, like the, the very first one. So, oh, so you liked the first one. Yeah. I really liked do. the first yeah. one. Yeah. Oh,
2: see, I hated it. <laughs> oh, oh, so funny. Yeah. That was how like this whole thing got started was I posted on TikTok saying how much I did not like it. I was like, this is awful. Like I was promised magic and fairies and like, where is all of this? And I was like a hundred, 200 pages in. Um, and it just, that didn't, uh, End up happening, but obviously once you get to the second one and everything, it kind of clicks. I will say when you do do a reread, it's like the best because you see all the little crumbs in the first one, all book. the little hints. Yeah,
1: for sure, that's so awesome. Yeah, i I really like, okay. I really like Throne of Glass. I don't know, this is this whole series is everything that like makes a perfect like series in Kirsten Land. Like, <laughs> it's like like Wyvern's magic, strong female characters a hot love interest like all assassins assassins, (laughs) like all of the things it's it's like the perfect culmination of like the Kirsten series like
0: (laughs) yeah I would agree um yeah I think we gave you a little bit more homework beforehand yeah we asked your favorite standalone your favorite series and your favorite book boyfriend which I think we can all guess that one but (laughs) yeah we'll let you tell us a little more.
2: Yeah, so um I think the standalone is hard because I feel like I read a lot of duologies. But I will say right now my favorite standalone would be The House in the Cerulean Sea. Um it is kind of like a bizarre stand, like it's it's not really in the same vein, but I read it last month and I just fell in love with it because it it gave me, I don't know if either one of you have read it, but it gave me real like um Tim Burton esque like stop animation in my head. But it was like this beautiful story of like these kids in an orphanage or they're yeah they're in an orphanage um and it was just like a really fun cozy read and i think i needed that from all these like intense fantasies um but Obviously, my favorite series is Throne of Glass, but um I would say like a close second or one that i that's a completed series that I've loved was The Dark Elements and then the Harbinger series by JLA. So the Dark Elements is the first one you read. Um, and that is like very Buffy the Vampire Slayer vibes. And then the second one is like Buffy, Supernatural, and Charmed, which is like Harbinger. So yeah, it is it is worth a read. Uh Roth is like one of the love interest, and um, it's just oh, it's so good. So I am a big fan of like both of those um JLA just does a great job obviously so yeah and then my book boyfriend is of course Rowan um <laughs> it's like he I feel like every time I read a book I'm like expecting someone to like out rank him but like it's I think it's the acts that he does in like Empire of Storms and Kingdom of Ash it sold me forever and I just don't think anyone will ever top it
1: <laughs> yeah he's 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 pretty great <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah as I said I was like flipping through Queen of Shadows trying to find when Rowan was coming back yeah I was like where, where yeah. is he like <laughs> when is he and, making the
2: uh, entrance yeah and I think too the other reason I love Rowan is because like I feel like with a lot of book boyfriends it's like they really take the forefront and they're like you know like they're kind of that male but with like Rowan and Aylin's relationship like she could have easily she didn't need him like she could have walked away but like he knew that and so he was going to support her like I mean like my favorite thing that he ever did was like the tattoo on her back so that it like brought her back to him like that was something that like he didn't talk to her about but he was going to do it because he knew that she was going to be stupid and try and sacrifice herself like it's the little things like that that I think sold me on him
0: yeah he's a great boyfriend
2: yeah <laughs> I think that was it Huge right? fan <laughs> right exactly series uh standalone and then but okay cool I was like yeah oh, yeah wow, that's perfect, perfect. yeah Those I haven't all-
0: the house yeah. I've seen the cover like everywhere yeah and I'm like oh, everybody says it's really really good so it is it is pick that one up
2: yeah it's a fun that. one
0: um yeah it's on my on my TBR, yeah it's TBR. My
1: <laughs> endless endless TBRs. Hey, I get keep, that <laughs> I keep buying books yeah I just bought more books book outlet was having a sale so I um
0: First place ever bought a
1: lot right I <laughs> would agree with that yeah <laughs> worst slash best place ever
0: yeah <laughs> right um awesome so we know you're like founder of a book club you've got quite a following on tiktok um and you're known on the interwebs as like the throne of glass expert how did you get started in all of this I know you kind of mentioned it with the first video but how did you build from there into this yeah. book club and everything
2: yeah, so it it's kind of it's it's a really kind of crazy story. Um, Before all of this, I was just on Twitch, like trying to do like the gamer Twitch thing. And that just wasn't working out because I think like, it was really hard. It's like a really grindy kind of thing to do. And I used to be a really avid reader. I mean, I was part of that Twilight phase. So like that was kind of my thing at the time and um <laughs> yeah and I was on TikTok but not posting and I came across A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett Clair and bought that book first and devoured it in like three days which I I hadn't done since I read Twilight so like it was kind of this like revelation and I don't know how Throne of Glass appeared on my For You page but it did because usually ACOTAR is the first thing that kind of pops up and that's kind of how it all got started and I think it was once I finished Kingdom of Ash and had Kingdom of Ash gave me the same feelings that like Harry Potter gave me of like I couldn't believe this was over like but it ended so beautifully like I was you know really nostalgic already <laughs> about it and all these people were telling me like they had not read Throne of Glass but they had read akitar and so I was like well we got to change that like you can't not read like just to get to that ending it's worth it in itself um and so the book club was going to start in January because it was it was we were getting close to the end of last year, um, so we started the Discord, which is kind of where the community lives, and it just kind of blossomed from there. I mean they they're really kind of like, it's I think I'm there to facilitate, but really like they've kind of made their own homes there and made their own. I mean some of them aren't even reading Thrown a Glass. Some of them are reading other stuff, but it's it's kind of the thing. And then I think for the Throne of Glass book club, it's, it's, it's a lot, I don't recommend people do it, but it, um, it's a real extensive book club. Um, you know, we do, I think our Queen of Shadows notes ended at like 120 pages. So like we do really extensive notes. We do, uh, you know, really, we go really in depth, we get fan art, we get, you know, these beautiful background drops. So it's, I think it's more of an experience and less about just like coming in and sharing your feelings and thoughts. And I think that's what makes it a really different book club for
1: people. That's awesome. Yeah. I remember seeing you posted something about someone putting together a, a presentation on book boyfriends. Yes. And I, that was amazing. I was like, this is the best thing
2: ever. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the book, so like book buds, which is what the book club is called. Um, they, it, I think it just kind of well and so like the first two were very different like I think that first month we did Throne a glass and queen uh crown of midnight together because I was like I can't keep the alien secret for more than a day so, so like let's get them out in a month and move on and um once we kind of got to air fire and it got really extensive and really crazy they all really started to bond and I didn't know this until like I don't know halfway through the air fire slides that they were in a zoom session together like 20 of them and they were playing a drinking game and like if i said something they had to like drink and so like i didn't know that this was going on and so from that it blossomed to like now i join the zoom sessions at the end and then they always have a presentation of like who's their book boyfriend or like oh my gosh we need why everyone needs to read the cruel prince and like everyone groans and then it's like this presentation so like it it's it's really just become like a community of readers
0: That is so awesome. How long have you been doing it for? Like how long have you kind of been on TikTok in this journey?
2: So the TikTok account started in October of 2020. So not very long at all. And then the discord started November, um, but the book club started in January. So I would say it's only been like seven, eight months at this point, which is kind of crazy.
0: That is crazy. That's so fun though.
2: Yeah. I feel like a lot of fun.
0: We talk about this a lot, I think, on Bookstagram and TikTok and all that stuff. Like, everybody talks about how 2020 was, like, the year of the reader. Yeah. And everybody kind of, like, fell into this. And it's, like, it's so wild to think about all the things that have, like, happened in the community. And also think about, like, what your life was before, you know, like, book talk and Bookstagram. Like, I can't imagine what, what my life would be like if I didn't have this and like yeah. what it's like without it. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, and what's really like, everything falls back to throwing a glass, which is like, what's crazy about my life in the past year. So like, this all happened. And I was at a job that I loved, but I just like, it wasn't my dream job. Like it just wasn't. And a sorority sister from college reached out to me the day that *Avatar* was announced to be a TV show. And I was, so I was like giddy and like all over the house, like freaking out also like kind of salty because it should have been thrown a glass, but it's fine. And like, just kind of like, was not really thinking much of it. And, uh, she was like, Hey, there's this, this job, you should apply for it. And so now my job is I read books and like, I reach out to communities and I, you know, work with celebrities and I try to get them on book clubs and like do all this crazy nonsense. And so it's just like, and I started on Ailin's birthday, like everything went back to thrown out. So like, it, you're right. Like it's weird how I never would have thought a year ago, like that would have been my journey today, which is just kind of wild.
0: That's so crazy, Do, that's and awesome. now you like have the dream job. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, I read a lot of books. I think they're sick and tired of me saying like, "So throw in a glass,
1: like,
0: <laughs> just wondering. yeah, I'm Yo, just, wondering, just gonna here. like <laughs>
1: drop this in your ear, like just just, just read it, like yeah. just try it, like yeah. get get through the first two books, like it's fine, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, gosh. exactly.
0: That is so <laughs> wild. That's so crazy, though. I love that for you, and it's always like we said it's nice to kind of see how much you know this community has grown and all the friends you make and like all the great yeah. things it's done for your life everyone's life I think yeah all just for loving like Robert Pattinson you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> well and even that has a crazy story so like not to totally take it off on a twilight tangent but like probably fine <laughs> I I grew up in a very small town in California and like Bay Area not LA so um And Taylor Lautner was visiting and it was the weekend of my birthday, which was like, we were doing, you know, like, remember when we were, I don't know if anyone else did this, but when I was a kid, like the thing to do was like hotel birthday parties where like, you would rent a hotel room and like your friends would come and hang out with you. Well, he was staying at that hotel and he was close to our age. And we tried to get him to hang out with us, but his parents wouldn't let him because he had an obligation for Twilight because it was just about to come out. And, but we spent like the afternoon at the pool with him. And I was so frustrated because it was like my birthday party. And I wanted my friends to hang out with me. And that's why I read Twilight. Like it had nothing to
0: do. No. my soul just left my body. Taylor Lautner <laughs> <Honor> is like... <laughs> i'm like Teen jacob all the way so i would die yeah
2: so that's why i read because it was like right before the movie came out like no one was really on the trend yet like it was kind of a thing obviously i mean it was right before breaking dawn so it was like kind of a thing um and and that's that's how it all got started and then yeah now we all these years later instead of you know vampires and werewolves it's fairies and
0: nothing's really changed (laughs) We're we're the same people. Yeah. We're like the same things. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Yeah. That is so funny. I love that so much.
1: It's awesome. so that's amazing. Oh that's my gosh. Hilarious. I can't even. That's like our generation the high school girls dream. It's yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> <Exactly. laughs>
0: like <laughs> spending the afternoon at the pool with Taylor Lautner like I'm gonna cry. Yeah, <laughs> just
2: kidding. yeah, yeah. And I swear it's a true story. We there was oh, a okay. photo of me with him, and I like soaked his T-shirt because I was oh, my really? suit. Okay. And like for some reason, the mom who took the photo deleted it, and so I don't have the photo. But I swear it's like a true
0: story. Disown her. Never speak Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. we're not like, friends. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: that's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the twilight days. I want to be in high school again and <laughs> to right. be obsessed with Taylor Lautner. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah.
0: So what kind of grew your love of Throne of Glass and made this your like iconic series for you? So I know you read it in like a week, right? Yeah. Um. So what to Throne of Glass stood out more than everything else you've read in the last, you know?
2: Oh gosh, I think it's definitely... Because I will say this the book club really started with the idea that like I just wanted people to read it and enjoy it. But as I was and I have the book behind me like throne of glass that I first tapped for the book club, I mean it looks psychotic it's just got tabs on every page, and I think it's the it's the way that she like interweaved things. Like, um, a perfect example is, um, in Era of fire when anytime Maeve is mentioned for the first time, whether it's with Adian, whether it's with Rowan, a spider is always mentioned like every time. And like, I never noticed that and like freaked out. So like, I was like, Oh my God, like it's, it's, that's like the thing. So like there were these little subtle things like throughout the book that, I really wanted people to pick up on or kind of notice like that there was this small trail that you needed to follow and I think that was the best part about the kind of allowing people on the journey and even just like it was fun as a returning reader because I think that's kind of because we have a returning reader hour and then we have like a new reader and so like obviously with a new reader they're not going to notice it but it's fun to like kind of hint at it and like make them question like why was I so obsessed with spiders and Maeve but like let them know that like we should probably think about that a little bit but even like re- in air of fire like reading the first time like Maeve, uh, Rowan and Aelin are in front of Maeve and Maeve knows that they're mates and she's like smirking because she knows that he hasn't picked up on it like that was I think I threw the book like three times I was like Rowan I figured it out like, but, like I was just so upset so I think it really is those little interweaving moments and just allowing people to kind of really dive into that world and no other book has done kind of even Akatar really didn't do that so like I think that's been the challenge but it's a lot of fun
0: yeah she's an amazing writer and Mm -hmm. I mean like you and I have both read all of her stuff now um and Kirsten hasn't so it's like I I like love going through this I really loved going through this series with her being like I kind of knew the world a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Knowing, like, having read Akatar and Crescent City and all that. And so it's like, I think I had a better grasp on the world and caught a few more of those, like, Easter eggs and things like that. Yeah. But it's like, it's so fun to read through her work again and then it's like she's such a comfort author you know it's like yeah we were talking about this like the font she uses and like her writing style and everything it's just like it's like coming home you know it's so good and you're like I don't understand how someone could be like so amazing as an author and you know yeah really like Yes, yeah. I mean, Where it hurts.
2: This, this isn't even like a Throne of Glass spoiler. I mean, a Crescent City spoiler, but like I remember the first time that we were working on the slides and we had the map open of Throne of Glass and I was looking at things and I never noticed that there was a ruined mountain. And I was like, why, why, why is that spelled the same as rune from Crescent? I like, I had like a, I had like a glitch moment in my life where I was like, you, that's not an accident. Like, why did you do that? And so it was, it's even like little things like that. Like, it's fun to just kind of allow your brain to kind of wander. And like, even like the way that, um, you know, the way that Baba Yellowlegs in uh, Crown of Midnight, she describes like the worlds on top of each other. Like that same metaphor is used in all the books. So it's like, oh, obviously there's some intertwining things. And I don't, I, I always laugh because I feel like in her live sessions, she doesn't like play like this woman who creates this mastermind of a world. But I'm like, your whiteboard in your office
1: must look psychotic because there's no other way you have this planned yeah, I'd love to I can't even imagine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know? I can't yeah. even
1: imagine keeping all these like world street and like <laughs>
0: no idea. Uh, like And none of her books are small either. Like you know, you know. what I mean? They're just <laughs> massive. So like it would be so easy to forget something and yeah, and, and like, like so in-depth. Yeah.
1: And like yeah. everything is so just like intertwined to like from the spider like it's so intertwined yeah. from such a like a minuscule level that it's it's amazing, yeah. I mean, it's 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 intense, um, but it's oh, it's just great. I, well, I loved reading through, reading and even through if it. you think
2: about like Assassin's Blade, which is a book that most people really kind of throw like. Irene and you know like Falcon like those are major characters that like we just don't think about when reading Assassin's Blade but they come up again and you're just like I mean Lysandra I mean I remember when we when we got to it and people were like I hate Lysandra and I was like no give her a chance so it, it is kind of crazy like that she was able to kind of even that back then like create these little nuggets and then give them such an impact at the end of the story but then on the flip side like what was the point of Vaughn no one knows
0: And I loved, like, Assassin's Blade is also one of my favorites, I think, of the whole series, because there's so many, like, Easter eggs in it, and the more you read that one, the more you're like, okay, this makes sense, oh, okay, that's really cool, and I really liked that, and it's, like, five little novellas of, like, Easter eggs, really. Yeah,
1: Yeah. it really is. Yeah, Yeah, we were talking about that, and how everything goes back to, like, Assassin's Blade, like, every, at least one thing in every book in the rest of the series goes back to Assassin's Blade, and yeah. gosh that that book just ripped your heart out man that one was brutal <laughs> yeah I'm not a crier like I don't cry I,
2: I it's just like <laughs> it's not my thing like I don't I don't know why I'm like I'm like Nesta I'm cold so like I just don't cry but um assassin's wing was the closest I got to crying at the very end when she was in like the prison and we saw the stag because I was just like oh like and I again skipped it like my first read through so when I read it and I knew like I kept I think I had to pick up kingdom of ash and like remind myself like it was gonna be okay like she was gonna be okay But um, I think the best part too about like the book club was you mentioned like Irene and like all these, when we finished Queen of Shadows and like people realized like Kale was going to the Southern continent, someone asked, they were like, isn't Irene there? And I was like, yes, like it was cool to see that like they had pieced together, like she was there and that like he was going to run into, like that warmed my heart, like that someone had figured that out. And I think that's really special too.
0: And she does such a great job of thinking, like building a community too, like, I know there's such a love for Akatar, and I I do love Akatar, but it's just so cool to see like all of her books and especially like Throne of Glass that is such an older series, like in her writing and stuff, still have so much love and like create this, you know, massive fandom and all these people who are like, I relate to, you know, all the messages that she put in here, how great her writing style is. And, you know, like going through that journey with Aelin and the rest of the group and all that kind of stuff. And it's like. I just, it could go on and on about SJM.
2: <laughs> well, no, I feel the same way because I know at least on the book talk side of things, I mean, I'm obviously a millennial. So like, I don't really fall under like the Gen C category of book talk, but like, you know, when people ever come at her and like try to cancel her or do anything, like I have to remind people that like, the reason I really love Sarah J. Mass is like her female characters. First off, her female characters are like strong, powerful women, like her bleeds, but they also, each of them dealt with some sort of mental health struggle and like that was really eye-opening for me as a reader. Like, you know, reading Aylin, reading Bryce, reading Nessa, reading Feyre, like they all struggle with something differently. And like, you know, while I am definitely more of an Aylin than I am a Feyre or, or anyone else, like it was, it's still therapeutic to read their stories and to kind of go on that journey with them. And I think that's something that's really special about her writing.
0: Yeah. We, and we've talked about this a lot. Sarah does such a good job about writing about mental health and like The truth of it. I remember this is kind of a spoiler for Akatar, but I remember when I read, I think it was Akamath, that when she kind of ends up a little bit more with Reese. And I was like, you know, you read so many YA books and you're like, just fall in love with him already, you know, whatever. Like, that's not a big spoiler. Sorry, Kirsten, but (laughs) you know they end up together. But I was like, just like love him already, you know? And it's such, and it's a journey. It's really a journey for her. And like all the things she's gone through, and she's so like hesitant. And I remember reading that, thinking, like, this is so silly. Like, all YA books, they like fall in love immediately. And she doesn't like, she does such a good job of it. And it's like, she's the
1: queen of slow burn.
0: Yeah, but it's (laughs) that one. (laughs) (laughs) But that one is really healthy. And it's like, wow, this is crazy that like, She does such a good job in that one. Yeah, but air of fire. I was like, oh, I'm sweating. Like, it's taking forever. Yeah.
2: And a lot of people give Rowan grief because of the way he treated Aelin, like in, you know, obviously their first encounter, like he punched her. And like, that is a, you know, I was ready for that conversation of like, he's abusive, you know, whatever. But you kind of also have to remember like Aelin was she was antagonizing him like she was in a bad state he was in a bad state and so like they did bad things together and like you know like I always say like put Feyre in that position like would Rowan have done that probably not because like Rowan could have picked up that like she was more in a depressive state whereas like Aelyn was ready to fight someone and she needed someone of that same magnitude to fight her um and it's not like I'm forget like I also laugh I always tell people like when I remember when we were reading it you know they were like I don't know how you love him and I was like don't worry like he's gonna pay for these actions later but the fact that he just has to keep her alive for the next two books so like you know it's 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 just it's a different relationship it's a different dynamic than Reese and Feyre or you know Bryson Hunt
0: yeah that's so true and I don't know I just I love that there's so much and it's not like faux pas and I don't know I'm not on TikTok as much and have like seen a little bit more of the. I don't want to say like negativity but the Gen Z like coming at her but I feel like there is so much diversity in the series too not in just like the characters but what they go through and like the cultures and you know there's strong female leads there's like really good side strong female leads so it's like I think you and there's so many male characters that you can relate to so I think even if your vibe isn't like a strong female lead it's like if you love like the quirky best friend or like you know the strong stoic ones or you know yeah. there's Manon and aelin and like there's so many different characters in this series and a lot of her series i think there's so much diversity in like the personality types and the culture and like the things that they go through and their traumas and this is a really good one i think for anyone to fall in love with any character or like relate yeah. to a character
2: and I think this, I also like to, I mean, granted, this was also her first novel. So like to, or her first big series, you know, like, and it's not going to be perfect. There's, she's definitely improved as the series has progressed, but you know, the Southern continent, I think is just a perfect example of like just that cultural, you know, I mean, that was just a very different culture shock than like the rest of the series was. Um, and then I, I don't know why, I think it's because there's like a line that Adian says, but like. Rowan is Scottish like the all the cadre are Irish like they are like I just imagine them as like these very like big bulky Irish men like you know kind of running around and like it to me like that just kind of fit that vibe so it was definitely more of like a European based story whereas I feel like ACOTAR is more like there's a lot of different cultures represented in each court so it, it is like it's, it's a little different. I mean, it's not an excuse, but like, I think that's, and the other thing that I really struggle with anytime, and I always like to just scroll past, because I'm like, it's not worth getting an argument, is like, anytime someone on book talks like, well, there wasn't enough diversity, but I only read up to Crown at Midnight, and I'm like, okay, scroll, like, you can't, you can't give me that answer, or like, it just, or I only read up to Throne of Glass, like, okay, but Throne of Glass took place in a castle, like, <laughs> you not go anywhere, like, it took place in one castle, so like, it, I feel like in regard, like, that is just really hard to deal with, but I also think, like, the younger generations, like, they really believe in, like, having a voice, which I think is great, but also, like, we need to do a lot of research, we need to kind of, you know, find out where the flaws are, where the holes are, in my
1: opinion. And this is also an older series, I mean, this isn't something that just came out, you know, and not, not saying that is an excuse for, you know, not diversifying or not including anyone, but, um, you know, and as you said uh, it, writers progress and and learn and you know change either their writing style or what they include or what have you and they learn I mean that's the whole process and if you cancel someone based on one action or one what uh, yeah I just the whole cancel culture thing
0: is I'll be coming at difficult. A jam. yeah yeah <laughs> I, I mean it's, it's
1: just it's it's difficult because there are obviously certain lines that do not need to be crossed, you know, and are unacceptable. But then there are times where it's like, okay, maybe have a little grace with this person. And we've all, we're, we're not the same people we were 10 years ago, or even a year ago before COVID happened, you know what I mean? And everything happened that happened in our world in the last year and a half, two years. So yeah, maybe having a little grace with people is, uh, especially in the craziness that is, um, our world today. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you make a good point. I mean, Throne of Glass is celebrating its 10 year anniversary next year. Like that's, and it's the same time that Shadow and Bone was, was published. And like, for me, I don't know if you guys have read Shadow and Bone, but like putting them on the shelf next to Throne of Glass blows my mind. Cause I'm like, that that's, that can't even compete. Like to me, it's two very different things. And like, they both serve a great purpose and they both kind of have these beautiful worlds. But like Throne of Glass was like a meaty series in comparison to Shadow and Bone. But also Shadow and Bone is more geared towards a younger audience. So Yeah, it is definitely. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, I, I think the diversity and like... Lee Bardugo's writing has changed drastically from like Shadow and Bone and we've talked about this in a couple episodes but like her style changed so drastically from like Shadow and Bone to Six of Crows even to like King of Scars but I feel like Sarah's been really consistent throughout and like she she works on a lot of stuff and you know they're both great authors but I agree like Throne of Glass is a totally different that's a yeah. very different realm than Shadow and Bone yeah
2: I would give Shadow and Bone like more to like or er, like late middle school like Throne of Glass I would it, older older audience just because it's it's not even just like the, the subject matter. It's just like, a, there's a lot that goes into that. And it's a lot to kind of digest on the first round.
1: Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Oh so God, I read
0: it at this time of my life, not <laughs> when I was like 18. <laughs> I would not have been like, yeah, it would have been a lot
1: uh, awesome. for sure. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine reading that as soon as it had come out. Like the idea of reading that as an 18 year old, like the idea of waiting two
2: years between Empire oh. Storms and King. Oh of gosh. <laughs> no 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 nope.
0: yeah. i'm not doing no, now no. with her off, <laughs> right. with crescent right. city like i can't imagine if i was like right. young and, and I,
2: let's be honest <laughs> crescent city is going to be even worse because yeah. Akitar she never really got close to that level of, like, mm-hmm. Emotion, <laughs> like, yeah. Question, questioning the trauma that, like, I experienced. In, like, I jokingly have, like, an Empire of Storms skill. I'm like, was it Empire of Storms? Like, did we get to Empire
0: of Storms? Right, but, right. Like,
2: like, I remember reading, like, you know, The Crown of of Bones. Did we get to Empire of Storms? Yeah, like, like how,
0: how traumatized are we? Like, yeah, on level like, one <laughs> to Empire of Storms, where yeah. Are we at?
2: Yeah, and, like, <laughs> right now, we're, I also think, like, and this is potentially like may excite you about Crescent City like Hunt is the closest I think that could knock Rowan off the top of my book boyfriend list
0: I'm hoping that he I've heard some rumors this is totally a side tangent but I've heard some rumors he's not endgame and because she doesn't do that and I don't believe oh my it my god I don't believe it I think Ate we're gonna that. get a Lou and Reed situation where they get like separated for a minute. That's what I think. But I don't, there's no if he's not end game, I'm throwing the book. I'm lighting off fire. If
2: I hear one more thing about Atus, too, I'm going to
0: like, shut up. No no. no, 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 the no, 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 no. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I think he's, he's the closest, but also because I, I personally felt like reading Hunt, which is kind of nice when you read Crescent City last is like, he is a good mix of Reese and Rowan. Like he has the best qualities of both of them, which is why I'm like, oh man, if you're going to not like, you got a lot to do to knock Rowan off, but you may do it.
0: (laughs) I, when I first read it, I didn't think of him as a love interest. I thought this was going to be a little bit more of like a separate one. Like we are really just going to follow their two separate stories because in my head, this is me just like not reading properly. Hunt is way, way older and not in just a, like, he's a 500 year old angel. He was like 40 and Bryce is 25. And I was like, Ooh, cringy, but like he's high. He's supposed to be like 30 or something. And Bryce is like 28.
2: But I was like, Oh, he's like
0: 40 something. (laughs)
2: And then I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we, it's really funny. Like, I've never seen, like, we have a Crescent City channel in, like, my Discord, and the level of therapy support that goes into that channel whenever someone reaches the 60 chapters like we we you it's like this summoning of like everyone comes into the channel and they're like are you okay is everything okay <laughs> like do you need help do you need fan art we can say you fan like, it's just it cracks me up every time and there's no book that has i mean empire of storms but like no other book like gets that summoning reaction yeah, like, presence
0: yeah it's kidding. rough when I, yeah. it first happened i was like mm. are we sure like I thought he was old like this is weird and then (laughs) I like read back a little bit and I was like okay so he's not that old he's not old (laughs) he's not old but in my head he was like 45 and I was like this is gross
2: (laughs) well it was even hard with Rowan a little bit for me like I imagine Rowan like 10 years older like old enough to where like they could still be a couple but like he definitely looked older and then the more I read into it I was like oh no they look like they're the same age like it's not it's not weird
0: uh, hunt I definitely was like oh he's really old yeah that's so awkward yeah yeah nope, I had to go back and reread don't worry I had <laughs> to like go, go back over, over that, over that to myself clarify <laughs> that yeah yeah <laughs> I was like this is uncomfortable
2: we have too many <laughs> fan art photos of like hunt in his like sweatpants in the apartment to like question that right now he's <laughs> right. like definitely I, I feel the same way as you I would have
0: done the same thing <laughs> I was like, mm, mm. Right. like I need to confirm because yeah. uh, this is real yeah. sus I went and dug into the fan art and I was like oh, okay never mind <laughs> just kidding we're good we're good yeah, I, JK, JK. <laughs> yeah.
1: that's amazing oh my gosh speaking yeah it's of... always oh,
0: oh go, go ahead, ahead. I was no you're her. good go ahead I was just gonna ask her speaking of other than Rowan like who's your favorite male of the series
2: oh of Throne of Glass yeah oh I, I Fenris is like obviously up there for me I I also like I don't know if you guys felt this way but Fenris is the gay best friend. Like, he is. I would really, I mean, I know he kind of is like, he's definitely bisexual and like leans both ways. But like, if Fenris doesn't end up with a dude, I'm going to be very confused. So, like, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But that's just how I imagine him. And then I know this is controversial because I know a lot of people don't necessarily like this character, but I still to this day love Adian. Like, he's.
1: I love him, he, I would, not to be dramatic, but I would die for him, I love him, like, I, well, and people, like, he's a jerk in Kingdom of Ash for, like, a hot minute, and I kind of wanted to, like, punch a him in the face minute. he was a jerk throughout most of it <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> all of them <Empire> <laughs> uh, giving him the benefit of the doubt but it's fine um no he was I having a him. rough life yeah. I love yeah. him
2: so much although someone throughout such a because like the one like questions I would have at the end of finishing the series like the biggest one I have is like did Adrian settle like I just need to know because like if he didn't because he's with Lysandra like did he tie his life to her like that's a problem for me because like obviously then that means like Aylan doesn't have him and like that really kind of messes with everything. But um, someone threw out in my Discord, she was like, SJM shouldn't have put him with Lysandra. She should have put him with Fenris. And the minute she said that, I was like, (gasps) like, that's kind of perfect. Like, it kind of worked. Like, it. I didn't even think about it. And then the minute, like, the more she would, like, brought up, like, why it would have worked, I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. So, like, even though I love them together, like, I love, I mean, I know he was a jerk to Lysandra. And, like, I... 100% 100% believe like Aylin sat down with with Adian and like slapped him to death but like I kind of now want him with Ferris which is like a problem oh nice my gosh now that's gonna be that's gonna be
1: like headcanon from now on like, right
0: is maybe there fan just, art maybe, <laughs> I don't know I'll find some make them a nice poly couple that'd be nice <laughs> They that would have worked that would have worked really well yeah Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I love him. He was one of my favorites yeah. for sure. I was uh, anyone Hagen. a Lorcan fan? No. I, okay, I like him and Alide. Is that how you say your name? I know I never know how to pronounce things. I like the two of them together and I really yeah. liked their story. Yeah. But like, to me, he's just so boring. Like, yeah, his like personality is just so boring. But I like yeah. them together
2: i can't stand Lorcan.
0: (laughs) i I think he's so annoying
2: he i will never forgive him like i just i know she did and that's fine like she made him do the blood oath and it was for illy like that's fine that's fine but like mm -hmm. he's lucky he's got illy because other than that i would be like you can move on you can yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i I like their story and i think that was really well written but like he's so he's like such a boring character like okay so you're sad in a previous
1: episode he's a cardboard cutout of, like, a person, like, he's so boring. Like, he just, yeah. and I had expected to really like him. Like, because there's yeah. like a lot of people that really like Lorcan. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay, like, maybe he's, no, he's just annoying. Yeah. And no, no, <laughs> I just don't like him. No, and I, I, I was, mean, not it seems like we're fan. all on the same page on this one. But yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. I think, head... the...
0: oh,
2: God, the, I was going to say the biggest fights we get into are with Lorcan,
0: Adian, or Kale and yeah okay let's talk about that why do people <laughs> I I'm this is like a burning question of mine yeah. why do people not like Kale so much because like I know he has his flaws yeah but, like compared to Lorcan and what he did yeah I, I don't feel like Kale's the worst ever he's just no. kind of like misguided good intentions as he's like the Matt entity. Donovan yeah of, of Throne of Glass of Throne like of Glass. He's <laughs> that's actually great like
1: we, we I think Acapé said that but like yeah. <laughs> he, so, okay. So, for
2: I, okay, I mean, you obviously know how, where Akamaf goes, but like whenever I go back and reread Akatar, which I've only done like once. I can never not like Tamlin again. Like, I will never like Tamlin again. Like, I will reread it and always hate Tamlin. Going back and reading Throne of Glass, I always fall in love with Kale. Like, I, it, no matter what, I always still fall in love with him. Even going into Queen of Shadows, the chapter where he calls her a monster, like, I was so happy to see him. And yet he breaks my heart every time and makes me want to throw him in the Avery River because I can't stand him when he... D- but my biggest issue with Kale is he can't make a decision. He like blames everyone else for the decisions that he cannot make. And then he, so so that's my issue. And then for like Tower of Dawn, Kale sat on the scale for me of like understanding to like, you're just making me mad. And it was like always like a 60, 40, like the scale would tip every once in a while. And I don't, I think I sent my friends and I use Marco Polo, which is like a Snapchat, like long video form. And I sent them a 10 minute Marco Polo of me ranting about kale because he trusted rowan because he like gave that whole speech in tower of dawn about how like do you think aelin is really going like they asked him like do you think would you um what was it something like would you put lysandra's life on like you know something aelin would do and he goes he didn't answer and i was like kale like you were i i 10 minute marker full of me just being like you know this woman like you know she wouldn't but yet he was willing to defend rowan who he barely knew and so I think it's, it's those little actions, but by the end of the series, like to me, like him, Adiant or him, Dorian and Aylan are like the golden trio, like from like Harry Potter. So like, I'm happy that he's happy. That's fine. But like, he's not my favorite, but people really hate him because they feel like he's either boring or they feel like he can't make a decision.
0: I like went into the series, genuinely thinking I was going to hate Kale for like some reason. Like he was going to do something (laughs) that like Lorcan, but it's like, he doesn't, he's just like kind of there.
1: And like, we were like, I don't like him. Oh, for ahead. that to happen no yeah. i was just saying like Todd and i were like waiting for that to happen like something to happen like like i don't know like i was just waiting for him to do something that was so unforgivable again like lorkin like right and then he just like
0: i don't know it's i like feel there. like
1: a lot of the things he did on this to, to play devil's advocate alan kind of did a lot of the same like terrible things so it's yeah. like yeah you can't totally hate kale for his actions without also like taking a look at some of the other characters and the things that they that they did you know and it's so i don't know i love kale i i've loved kale since Throne of blast if you listen to any of our episodes from the beginning i've always been team kale i love him and um which is weird because that is a character that i usually i'm usually more like the dark broody like so gray really great yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and i liked dorian and yeah front of and i so didn't
0: good. like kale i was like kale's creepy like leave her alone she's like, we With like dorian s- like go wow. away <laughs> we like switched because like <laughs> kale is more tots like yeah
1: realm of book boyfriend or yeah. you know favorite kind of male and dorian is uh more my my speed so um yeah. which i did like dorian farther on but i was never like a huge dorian fan. i guess i would he was just kind of there for me I don't know
2: I remember reading it the first we're we're just now getting to it for the book club but I remember reading it for the first time and him and Manon really kind of like Henny and I was thoroughly confused I was like what is he doing like that is that woman is way out of his league like (laughs) what where does he think he is and then like the phantom hands came involved and like all this crazy nonsense and I will say um the one thing that irritates me about Dorian, I love Dorian. I think he's like a great character, but it it will always bother me that the series ends with him being the most powerful character in the whole thing. And I think that is the only thing that bothers me about Dorian, other than that, like go live happily ever after with Manon. Or not. I'm I don't know. Just question Mark.
0: <laughs> yeah, they make him kind of like, I don't know, I wanna like I don't know, Mieber, like, like Meek throughout the whole thing. And he's just yeah. like a little sad. And then it's like, oh yeah, but Dorian has like tons of magic. He's super powerful. Bye. And you're like, yeah. he doesn't even like know what he wants in his life. No, he really How doesn't. How can he be like the best one there is? I don't know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. That was kind of weird for me. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice ending, I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I was, we, we jokingly, like, as the series progressed, it was like, baby Dorian, because everyone knew, like, Daddy Dorian, Phantom Hands, like, everyone knew, like, he had this title, and they were like, okay, well, thrown it, like, where's, is, where's is this Daddy, de- Phantom, and I was like, no, 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 I was like, this is Baby Dorian, and then it was like, King Dorian, or, oh, I called him Elsa Dorian in <laughs> Crown of Midnight, Night, and then it was like, King Dorian, and then, you know, then it's Demon, then it's Daddy, and then it's, what the hell is going on, I don't, he can shapeshift now, like, Dorian? Like I, what is this person?
0: <laughs> yeah, question mark, Dorian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. What is your favorite book of the whole series? Queen of Shadows. I like yeah. that. That's awesome. Queen of Shadows. That is a good Shadows. one. Who's your it favorite? Is- like, oh, go ahead. What?
1: Oh, sorry. I was gonna say, why is that your favorite book? Um, ironic. I think it's because like Aylin's
2: scheming. Like she, she really kind of kills the scheming, and I mean. Adian's rescue and the assassins keep when they all go are like the way she wrote those scenes are like, I could imagine it like a movie. And like, I just remember reading it and being like, I know akatar is being made into the TV show, but like this is why this one should be made into the TV show because like it's and every little thing, the way it tied together. I also like the reunion with Rowan is like one of the best things because like, you know, he, he kind of gets to see that side. Rowan has some really funny moments in that book Aiden is like reunited with Aelin which I think is a beautiful moment um obviously all the Dorian stuff is not very happy in Queen of Shadows but and also it's the only book that has like a happy ending sort of
0: (laughs) yeah I really liked Queen of Shadows you get like Lysandra finally and uh, yeah and kind of Kale being dumb.
2: yeah but (laughs) even then like they finally I mean I think Kale is the most infuriating in Queen of Shadows. Yeah. But I do really love the talk that they have at the end of the book. Where, like, they should have had that talk way early on. But it was nice to see them both kind of realize, like, okay, we shouldn't be together. I shouldn't have promised that you were going to end up with me um and also again like kale is some like i love him with irene like i think that's a beautiful relationship but yeah. like kale and dorian also probably should have had a moment together <laughs> because they were so in love with each other that like again i was like i'm trying i'm trying to catch the feelers on this like is this whatever relationship
0: is this yeah, like where are you guys at
1: yeah <laughs> for yeah. real though the bromance was
0: strong intense
1: <laughs> yeah that was that it was an intense bromance <laughs>
0: high level there yeah Uh, I was gonna ask who's your favorite female character other than Aiden I don't
2: if that's a really hard question I feel like automatically I think of Lysandra but then I also think of like some of the side characters like um there was I forget her I think her name's I don't know if you guys read the Era fire deleted scene but like Okay, <laughs> I'll have to send it to you guys afterwards. So you have to read it because it's it was taken out. Okay, wait, I have to get on this tangent because this is like a really cool thing. So there's this era fire deleted scene that she took out. And it is um, when some nobles from Dornal come and visit Aelin and Rowan. And um, the reason it was taken out is because one of the nobles, it ties in also to Kingdom of Ash, which is why it's like a really cool thing to read. So there's a girl there named um, Asar and she also has fire magic and she- immediately picks up the fact that Rowan and Aylin are mates and the other like female that's there is one of Rowan's exes and so she hates that like Aylin and Rowan are like in the same they're sharing a room together at that point and you know they're kind of friendly and um while they're at the dinner table I forget what the ex Ramel Ramel like grabs Rowan's hand and like tries to like pull him and Aylin gets so frustrated she like puts fire like all around her and then she looks at Rowan and Rowan's like, please stop. Like, you know, and the, the whole, the chapter ends with like Aelin making this really awful chocolate cake and giving it to Rowan. And Rowan's like, do you want me to eat this? And she's like, yes. And he eats it. And then when she leaves, he like throws it up. So like, but, and then like, but right before that Rowan and Asar are like downstairs and they're leaving. And Asar's like, do you know who she is? And Rowan's like, well, yeah, I know she's the queen of Terrace. And she's like, no you don't know who she is like she's she's important she's going to do anything she can for you like you haven't like she's essentially telling him like that's your mate and asar is the one in kingdom of ash who tells them where aelin is when they go to rescue her so like asar is kind of one of my favorite characters but you have to read the deleted scene to know that
0: oh man and that's like a big thing with the cake too and you're like oh man Yeah. (laughs) yeah oh yeah
1: yeah, it's so a, interesting.
0: I did not know. I remember look. them
1: mentioning that, though. Like him yes. mentioning, like saying something about when they the fire incident or something that yes. and he like mentions the incident and yes. she's like it was just like a little bit of fire like
2: yes <laughs> yeah. because Asar so- is Lorcan's ex and so like that is like also a tie-in with all this and then also when Aelin comes out the first night in Queen of Shadows in the nightgown and Rowan's like I've never seen something like that and Aelin goes like oh you mean Ramel never wore anything like this like she's referencing the fact that she met Ramel and almost set her on fire like oh. it's it's a really fun so Asar is the favorite character of mine because I think she while Maeve was in rule you know was working for Maeve but also knew that like the white thorns probably should have taken over and so was trying to kind of play devil's advocate so sorry definitely favorite yeah I like
1: that. and that's then I awesome. hate
2: to say this too but I do love Maeve like Maeve is a villain that I love <laughs> to a hate. good villain
1: she's a great villain <laughs>
2: yeah yeah, just love, re- yeah. <laughs> just love to hate
0: her yeah <laughs> exactly she's a really good villain I do like that a lot that's so yeah. funny
1: yeah Um, I agree with Lysandra she is probably one of my favorites it was funny when we we were covering was it it was creative shadows and and I was like we all know who Kirsten's favorite character is now yeah yeah that was a fun reveal
0: too yeah I think and that was one of those ones where I was like I hadn't like we tried to really keep away from spoilers but I had seen some people like reference Lysandra so I was like I know she comes back but I don't know like in what you know vibe or whatever she's gonna be a part of or like what character she comes back as and you're like oh man everybody hates Lysandra and then you're like oh wait never mind take it back yeah
2: Lysandra's <laughs> another fun one in Assassin's Blade when they first when she first comes in they describe her as a as a cat like as a, as a like as a yeah. feline and I was like oh, she's literally telling you <laughs>
1: like
0: <laughs> she's something else yeah <laughs> yeah I really like her character a lot
1: she's it's, a fun yeah. one yeah. yeah she's great I love her. She was, (laughs) she was, I just love how she tied her in and how they kind of had that conversation of like, you know, and I I said this a lot when we were um, reading like Queen of Shadows and even Assassin's Blade is that like, Arabin was everything he did was like basically out of the abuser's handbook, you know what I mean? And everything that he did not only to Lysandra, but also to Aelin and it was just like, and Sam, I mean, all of it was just. And so to see them come together over that and like triumph over his, I, I, I think out of all of the villains in the entire series, Arabin was, was the one that I just hated the most. Like I, I just, oh, he makes my skin crawl. Like I just, oh, I hate him.
2: And so much since I didn't read Assassin's Blade first time around I didn't get that feeling but when I did go back and read it I couldn't agree more with you like yeah. that was such it's you're completely right and
0: it's I think hard. it really builds it in Queen of Shadows like reading Assassin's Blade you see who he really is and like I think in Queen of Shadows it's really dramatic and obviously you hate him but you don't like feel it in the same way without reading you know like yeah. that about Sam like the last basically the yeah. last two novellas and you're like Oh, man. Wow. Consumers. So you didn't read and know that like he was the one that sent her to End of Year and all that stuff. And the first they time mentioned, they
2: reference it in Queen of Shadows, but I didn't like yeah. connect it. Yeah. Um. And I definitely knew that like he he was behind a lot of that. Um. But yeah, I didn't like. Even because well, and like this is again because it's confusing because the first time Aelin brings him up in Queen of Shadows, she considers him attractive, and so in my head I was like, "Oh, is he like this like hot weird guy that like we, you know like he's really attractive on like like you see him and you think he's hot, but like you don't want to touch him because he's like kind of creepy." Like yeah. that's how I imagined him, and then once I read Assassin's Blade, I was like, "Oh no, we're gonna burn him!" <laughs> like that's that's how this is going down. Like so, I, I think I think I had a very different interpretation of him, and then going back and also like seeing Adian and Rowan and like being so glad that they were in the room when everything like went down because like she needed I mean Rowan would never have let anything happen to her and neither would Adrian And so that also made me feel better kind of going into that situation.
0: Yeah. That one but there was a lot of shock and awe in Queen of Shadows, I think, and everything that yeah. happened with oh. them. I just yes, I twitch so thinking difference.
1: about him. I hate him so much. <laughs> I hate him so much. Like <laughs>
0: worse <the> villain <one> ever. <laughs> Oh, I hate him so
1: much. He just like he's such a creep. He's yeah. so creepy. He's like a predator, like one thousand percent, like a freaking predator. Like it's so gross. And when she yeah. like mentioned, she's like, I don't know what he is, like like a mentor, uh, a friend, or a lover. And I was like, No, like can we yeah. not? do Like I literally when she said that, I was like, You're like twelve. Stop. Like he like picked you up when you were eight. Like it's so gross like and then he's just like super creepy with her and i'm like she's still a child like go no like it just like eh, it eh, well eh, and then he put the ring
2: on her just to make her like so he was gonna be king like that really put it i was like oh so because i was on the same page with you but then once he did that i was like cut his head off like i'm done (laughs) Like let's move on
0: that is so funny. And when she first read it, so I kind of guessed that like the ring wasn't real. But when Kirsten first read it, she was like, "I thought it was real." And I was like, "Oh my god, that makes it so much worse." It
1: does. It does. makes it so much worse. I was very angry for everyone at that moment, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. this, this man has. I mean, just yeah. it just shows the like how corrupt and terrible he is, and how arrogant he is. Yeah, and just like, and I love like." I love what Lysandra did to him. It's it's a terrible thing to say, but I just love
0: how she <laughs> no. just like it's it's, it's Like I hate
1: him so much. I hate him so much for what he did to Lysandra, for what he did to to Aelin, for what he did to Sand. Like just and he's such a creep. So he's just like any. Anyway, I could talk about how much I hate him. Always,
0: Ames. I hate him so much.
2: Lysandra's jeweler made so much bank in Queen
0: of Shadows for the yeah, amount of replicas that were made for real though. <laughs> You're like, we need a candidate. Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bio about him. <laughs>
2: yeah, I'm wondering at what point was he like, what and why am I making? All yeah, like.
1: Just like, don't ask questions. Just, okay. just make the yeah. jewelry. Just make the ring, and the, just don't ask questions. Yeah, that's so funny.
0: So, speaking of awful characters, is there a character that you could have done without in the series, or do you think that they were all pretty existential?
2: I mean. I think there's some characters that like well, the first one that comes to mind, which I don't even know if necessarily it's like a good answer, but like I really questioned like what was the point of Vaughn. Like he was a member of the cadre, he was technically there, but then he also was technically not there. And then when he's brought up again at the very end of Queenish or the very end of Kingdom of Ash, I'm like, wait, I forgot there you were existed. Like I forgot you were the other bird. Like I, I kind of and then i really loved um this isn't one that i think we could have done without but i wish we had done more with but i really loved nox in throne of glass and seeing him pop up again in kingdom of ash was really tough because it wasn't aelin and i felt like he would have known like immediately pieced it together and like he i mean he kind of did like he he's he had his moment but i i almost wish he actually did get that reunion with aelin because i feel like that was a real miss and i know he was there like or he if he wasn't like i would have loved to have seen him at the coronation or something um but yeah i can't really think of any major characters that i could have i felt like she and to be honest like that's a challenge there's so many characters that are thrown into this world but like she did a good job of balancing them all and giving them
1: some sort of purpose or calling yeah you get to tower of Dawn and there's like seven new characters like yeah, brand okay. new characters and you're just like okay okay we got to We gotta add some more names to the list, but I yeah, Yeah. they were yeah, I really liked them. Yeah, I totally forgot about Vaughn. Everyone (laughs) does (laughs) everyone does him, and I was like, Wait, who was that? And they were like the other kind. I'm like, Oh yeah, he just kind of does his own thing, and yeah.
0: There's a couple, I mean, even I forgot the name of Fenners' brother, but like even him is kind of irrelevant too. And then, you know, obviously she kills him off for like a reason, like he comes up as a purpose, but it's like Mm-hmm. I didn't anticipate, I think, when we read, like, even Air of Fire, that the rest of them were going to be important. I yeah. thought it was just going to be like maybe Rowan and Gabriel, and that was it. You yeah. know what I mean? And then she brought the other ones, in, and I was like, okay, is it going to be everybody? Is it going to be like two of them? Right. Is it going to be, you know, yeah.
2: And Connell's a good one too because he, well, Fenris and Connell are interesting because obviously Fenris by Kingdom of Ash is like a beloved character. I mean, like he very quickly, people really love Fenris. And, you know, on book talk and stuff, if you do, like you could go into non spoiler videos and see people talk about Fenris. And I think it's hard for readers because they're like, wait, that guy that just randomly appeared in Air Fire. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like he yeah. has a moment. And like it, the cadre, I, well, in like, a lot of people will ask like inner circle versus cadre and like I, they're very different dynamics and i think it's just because of the way they were played out and so it, it's kind of um it's kind of fun to to think about that but i do agree that like I, this is why we need another turn of glass book because i want to see more of the cadre
0: yeah and we talked well we talked about this too it's like it would be so great if she did one a prequel to like brandon and all them yes. and, like everything that happened with those wars and then what happened in the last like 10 years between you know, when the King of Ardalan like came into power and all the things that happened there with like Dornell. And I would have loved to have seen like, they didn't even have to be like full series, just like two duologies that were like, this is what happened a thousand years ago. And this is what happened 10 years ago. (laughs) Just talking things over, over here. Don't (laughs) mind me.
2: You're good. No. um, And I, I think if she, I don't know if she's mentioned it, but she should, if any character, I think, she could continue the series on with, I think it should be Fenris because Fenris is the type of character that um, I mean. He mentioned he was going to be like the the uh, ambassador of Terracen and like you know, we could see little nuggets of everyone kind of along the road, but then allow him to kind of like find his way because I think Fenris, just like Aelin has a lot of healing to do. But like Aelin has Rowan to help her, whereas like Fenris, I was like,
1: oh well, who's going to help him? He's a lone wolf. So yeah. sad. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was that was brutal. I yeah. I. So I am a crier. I cry all the time, <laughs> and I cried multiple times throughout this series, and multiple times through Kingdom of Ash. So that was a that was a brutal uh, moment for I me. I will yeah. say
0: when Irene and Ailyn got their reunion, I got like a little condensation in the eye area, but nothing like dramatic. But I was waiting for the Knox thing to come, like after that, and it never did, and that kind of bummed me out because I was like, I yeah. think there's so much buildup to like her and Irene, but then he came back so I agree with you like I think I wish there was a little bit more in that that they would have done like a reunion or had him mentioned or he's like not even in the battle or anything and you're like right okay and he was like a good character
2: and the other thing too like my first read-through I I mean obviously I was very close I was very like zoned in on Aelin and Rowan and that you know storyline that I didn't really pay attention to the witches and so what's nice is on this read-through like I'm really giving the witches kind of like I mean, like, I really miss, like, chunks of the witches. Like, I was like, oh, is that what happened? Like, I had no idea. So, like, it's been really fun to read a lot about the witches. Like, I know what's coming. And, I mean, that's something, like, even I don't, like, troll or mess with is, like, the witches. Like, I don't touch that. And it's i mean we had a girl who like i trolled throughout like most of the series and when she finished she got like the th- she got 13 purple flowers like tattooed on her arm and with a red ribbon that said live like she was so in love with the witches and so like it it is really i mean that is a storyline too that i would love to kind of explore a little more of like Manon and the crockens and you know all of them
0: that those are my favorite that's my favorite storyline i could I do without Manon. everyone else but them <laughs> yeah <being> yeah yeah <laughs> She's, like, hands down my favorite character. Yeah. So I'm glad we got more of her, like, going forward and, like, the 13 and everything. And I don't know. I like their storyline so good. That was
1: brutal. When that happened, I... Because I had a feeling that um, Astrid was was going to die. Like, I was... I I had... I think I accidentally saw a spoiler. I was, like, scrolling through and I saw it. And I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, oh, that's sad. That's going to... But all of them, when that happened, I like, I had to set the book down because I couldn't see. I was like crying, just sobbing. I was like, no, like it was just like, oh, and it was so, I mean, it was beautiful, but it was so heartbreaking. And then you got a praxis and it's just like, oh, I was just like, oh my God, it was so brutal. It was so, and they all like go out to like the little spot and they're all like in there and she's just like sitting there with the Braxis in the middle. And I was just tears. So many tears.
0: I was destroyed. I, I, that, that
1: moment just ruined my life. Yeah.
0: I was reading this book at like last Saturday. So my power went out for like 12 hours. So obviously I'm oh just like reading the book by flashlight because I had nothing else to do. Right. And I got to that part and it was like 3am and I was like, i know kirsten was crying at this moment and i like thought about texting you and being like i know that you're you were sobbing but like i'm at the part where the 13 just died and i'm like with my flashlight like texting yeah. and i was like she definitely cried
2: <laughs> yeah we yeah. we definitely like it's funny because you know as obviously people go past like the book club just because of how slow we move but that's part of the process and <laughs> we have like when people get to King Mavash and they get kind of to that i think it's 89 we're like okay so you do 80 and like you do like 88 89 are you 89 and 90 together like we, we tell them like we're like we do those together and then you have like 90 we do like 90 201 in one go one go because like that's the fall and like you don't want to no breaks in between there because you're gonna think Aylin's gonna die and like just, just get through it all because it's that's a lot in one go like you go from the 13 to that whole situation and it i mean it's non-stop for like the next you know 20 chapters
0: yeah the ending is brutal it's like what is gonna happen next yeah yeah. yeah it was yeah it was super depressing that's funny I think it would be cool to kind of go into like an in-depth in the witches and all yeah. that and all the things that happen with them yeah,
2: yeah. we we definitely have like family trees well we, we do have family trees for them but like we don't we haven't shown them because like most people can piece them together but it's the witches are a lot of fun and I think they also like I also I have this suspicion that the witches are also the ins to Crescent city but that's a personal suspicion I don't know if that's true <laughs>
0: I, I think so too because I I don't know I have a hard time with we won't say too much because Kirsten hasn't read it but I have a hard yeah. time with connecting the Fae and they're like they feel like a stronger connection to Akatar Fae mm, okay so for me like the her, Bryce's dad she's Fae, that's so that's not a spoiler um, yeah yeah Bryce's dad that that those and that's like Akatar. yeah exactly I think that ties in a little he- more heavily to me to Akatar but yeah I could see the witches being From that's how the tie in for Crescent City. I will
2: say, and and my theory is again, not like (laughs) this isn't a spoiler because it's a theory. Uh, and to be granted, it could all blow up in my face when the second book comes out. But I think the Avalon phase in Crescent City, which are the ones that like Rune's mother is from, I think those are the throne of glass phase. And I'm like, I could be so wrong and like it could blow up in my face. But like if I see one of them transform into an animal, I will know I'm right. Like that's all I need.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because I think the Fae in like Akatar is very different than Throne of Glass. But like the world is sort of similarly built but they're more like like, people-esque I think than the Throne of Glass ones.
2: Well, and it's funny too because like if you read Throne of Glass first I will say this, like um, people who read Throne of Glass first they don't catch up on their own in England thing. Like they just, that's not on their radar. They just kind of move past it. They're like, oh, they're in a relationship but they're not mates and it's fine. They're Karen Am and we can move on. Anyone who's read Akatar and then goes into Throne of Glass they will harp on it throughout the entire like from air fire until they find the answer like it's it's really funny because I think it's a very different dynamic in Akatar. like Akatar phase are more um, regal and they're they're a little more modern whereas like thorn of glass phase are animalistic and there's more nature ties to them and so it is funny to kind of see people piece it together whereas like I don't really know what Crescent City phase are They're just something in the corner like just put them over there. <laughs> except they got an autumn king which confuses the hell out of me yeah so that's where
0: i'm at like because yeah that's why i was like okay so he's obviously from like the Actar fae yeah or somewhere in that version but the rest of them are like yeah
2: except the avalon phase are ruled by the stag king which i'm like stop stop that i'm like what are you doing there sarah like (laughs) stop stop it
0: (laughs) get it together (laughs) yeah yeah it's really good so is there a book in the series that you could do without or do you feel like all of them are
2: so good. i well so for my reading order i don't recommend you start with assassin's blade because i think it's a hard one to start with and for me personally i just have i have the type of personality where i could easily dnf a book like it just it, it i couldn't i wouldn't think twice about it and just dnf it and i think if i'd started with assassin's blade i would have and never have read the series um and it's not that i don't think assassin's blade is important i do but like i think the way it was told in the five short stories it can be difficult for people to kind of grasp or like get that connection um and so I kind of wish it's I wish we could have like somehow threaded that in and then the other thing is I love Tower of Dawn kind of for what we've brought up but I do think there could have been a way to have tied it in with Empire Storms like kind of given that break rather than making it two separate books there could have been a little give and take in both so that they could have been together in one book um but yeah other than that I mean, I, I and I will, and like, if it was a TV show, I think it's, it would be difficult for people to read like Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight and not get Rowan. Cause like you're really missing that fae side of things. But that's like a TV show conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with the Tower of Dawn though. Like I think they, they either could have made that into two books as two books, if that yeah. makes sense. Like combined the storylines and then sort of like split it in half yeah. and added Kale's like chapters in between the middle. Mm-hmm. or just had it be like a, a little bit longer of a book, like that one would be another one that's like a thousand yeah. something pages or make that one like the longest book.
2: Right, Yeah. exactly. I mean, I'd you say, almost yeah. got to a thousand
1: pages in Kingdom of Ash, you might as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> might as well have done Empire of Storms, that's the same.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know, I really liked kind of the separate, I think just because Tower of Dawn, it was such a it was such a different world that yeah. you're in. Um, I think it may have, taken because most of empire of storms is obviously like skulls bay and you know all that and the marshes and everything so it's it's such a different world from like the tower of dawn you know world um i don't know i think it would have taken away from it if they were combined i liked i liked how they were separated that's just i don't know just me but um but we also did do we didn't read assassin's blade first we read it third so we read it after crown of midnight right yeah, yeah crown yeah, of midnight you get really and the story
0: <laughs> yeah and
1: i'm glad we did that because it kind of separates the love interests almost yep. you know what i mean so you finish with sam unfortunately and then you move on to like rowan but yeah it is brutal man assassin's blade was rough yeah. <laughs> that was that was rough
0: that's was how we good, did
2: though. it that's how we did it for the book club um mm-hmm. that was like that was my recommendation for doing it just for the exact reason you said was like we should move on from one love interest and get to the next because like the other big way that's like not putting assassin's blade first is you read it after air of fire and i was like why would you read it after meeting rowan like yeah i no thank you but the the thought behind that is because queen of shadows ties so closely to assassin's blade so like to get it close together whereas i'm like no no no, let's get one love interest out and move on to the next
0: and i think that's really like the end of selena t- selena yes. too is like crown of midnight is really where you find out that she's aelin and i feel like it's all the information that you needed to know who she was in the last like 10 years is an assassin's blade and like yeah. the person she became so absolutely yeah i really liked the way we read that
2: yeah yeah awesome it's a good way
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of all the questions we had as far as like yeah. general specific ones. Um, yeah. Do you have any like final thoughts or info you want to share?
2: I mean, I think I can't, well, first off, I can't wait, Kirsten, for you to read the rest of it because I feel like, <laughs> I feel like now you're going to have so much fun. I mean, they're very different. Don't expect, I will say this, when you go into Agatar, remember what you read at the end of Kingdom of Ash. Don't yeah. forget. Because um, there is a part that'll come up and you'll you'll probably get emotional, but just remember that you read that. <laughs> <first>. <laughs> and uh, I think it's uh, I think it's a really it's a really beautiful series and, and I, I hope other series I hope I mean I'm sure there are other series out there that are like it. Um, but I just think what makes Turner Glass so unique is the, the inner we means and makes it really special.
0: Yeah, the details is definitely there. I think it has a little bit of everything for everyone like we were saying, yeah. But Throne of Glass is like a lot of action, a little bit of romance. And Akitar is a lot of romance and a little bit of action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Crescent yeah. City is just a mess.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there's there's just a lot in Crescent City. <laughs> That's like the best way I can say it.
0: Yeah. It's just yeah, read it like a murder mystery. Let's just go with that.
2: Yeah. It's it's zootopia. That's what yep. it is. Definitely. <laughs>
0: But this, all of Sarah's books, I feel like are, this is my theory. It's like 20% world building, 60% slow burn, 20% mass chaos, every book.
2: Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's, I would I completely agree with you. I think, and I especially think, cause like, you're kind of right. Um, a, a lot of people when like someone will come to me and they'll be like, oh, I want to read Throne of Glass. Like I just read Akatar. What, what's the big difference? And I, I give a very similar explanation to what you just gave. And with Crescent City, I think she went back to the roots of Throne of Glass, which was like really intense world building, really beautiful like storytelling. But like there's some elements of Akatar with the romance, which I think is really kind of nice. At least I'm hoping so with the second book. Um, and I'm a little nervous because now I'm on this train. Unlike, I mean, I got we got lucky with Thorn glass. We, you know, it was already out when we finished and now I'm sucked in and that is terrifying
0: to I know. About. And it sucks because like Avatar's not done either. So yes. we're all like just waiting yes. it out for the rest of that one too. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine if I had to wait for thorn Glass, I'd be <laughs> dead. Yeah. I wouldn't have made it. I'm really yeah. glad that I <laughs> waited <laughs> on that one. I thought Avatar was done. I finished uh Frost and Starlight. And I was like, oh, the series is over. And then I like looked it up and I was like, it is not over. It is not over.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How many books is she making it? Or is it just kind of up I don't know for first? Like
0: officially said, right? No, yeah. yeah.
2: I, th- I think she's contracted for a total of three, but that included Silver Flames, but She could do more. I I'm of the opinion, and I know a lot of people really love akatar and that's fine. That like once these three are done, I'm kind of done with akatar Like we can move on. I really think she should go back to Throne of Glass and like give it an Na style writing because yeah, I mean if there's one very difficult topic we have in the Discord is because we read a lot of really spicy books. Is like Rowan is always at the bottom of the list because like he just didn't get his moment to shine because it's a young adult book and like I fight for that relationship like nobody's business and I I also think like you know with Dorian and with with all you know Fenris and all these other characters like we really could potentially go back there but not let it be Aelin's story but kind of like what she did with Silver Flames like still see Aelin and Rowan but let them do other things as well
0: yeah yeah I think that would be yeah. really cool I would love for her up of the three to be set in like the throne of glass
1: Setting. Oh yeah. yeah. instead
0: of like a general one or what have you I would love for her when she does that decades yeah. from now to be <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. like set primarily around like the throne of glass team and then how the other yeah. ones play out I mean obviously except for Bryce I'd love Bryce to just be the center of all of it but
2: <laughs> right 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 it's yeah um well and that's the thing like it's it kind of makes me a little sad because like there's one thing I would love I would love for like Aylan and Reese to meet because I think they would just have like a really fun banter back and forth and then or like Aylin and Bryce like I feel like Bryce would just be like I don't like we're there's I mean let's be honest they're essentially the same character it's just like Bryce is older and cuss and like has a cell phone and like that's the difference between the two of them but like I think that they would and I I feel like poor Rowan would just like be out of his element but like Hunt would be like let's just go get a
0: beer like let's just ignore all of yes it. definitely
2: <laughs> it's fine and and I I also think like Farah and Rowan would get along very well like yeah. they would just be like well, they're fine. Like, we'll let them All be their be thing. Fine. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, again, like, Adian and, like, Cassian would just want to train with each other the entire time. And that would be really fun to
0: watch. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see Amarin and Fenris be, like, best friends. Yeah. Like they would be a really good match.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I feel like Az and, like, Lorcan would be very confused oh, because, God. like, Lorcan has the shadow powers as well. And he'd be Az would just be like, I don't know what to do with you. Like, <laughs> like what is yours compared to mine? Like, I don't right. understand what the difference is. Um, yeah. But yeah there it's it's she really i think that's the other thing like the the one thing and i wonder if like the cadre played like a part in this but like the inner circle she did such a good job of describing that relationship which you're gonna have so much fun reading but like uh i feel like the cadre could have gotten to that moment if we had seen them like 100 years down the line like that is the cadre in 100 years yeah Whereas like right now we're at the beginning of that relationship
0: yeah and like the the like aylent's whole court and everything i think yeah. yeah i'd love to see her do like prequels and then yeah. the next one when she follows up to do that like if she ever runs yeah. out of ideas just keep yeah. on like, keep it on 50
1: years things. later like yeah. Yeah. Series years that he later does. or
0: seriously yeah yeah yeah. yeah
1: I mean
2: she has so that cool. world of thrown a glass book just sitting at bloomsbury that I'm like give it to me give can to you me.
0: Can
2: yeah where is out. that I need to know I need to see that 10-year epilogue like <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously though give it to me seriously
0: <laughs> We'll get there one day, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. We can only hope.
0: Yeah, we can only
2: hope. I'm hoping it's next year.
1: Ten year anniversary, ten year epilogue seems like a good match. Definitely, that would definitely make sense. That would be awesome. Oh my gosh, can you imagine?
2: Oh, I just want to know what happens to Fenris. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I have like, and then I also just like really want to know what Ailyn and Rowan's children's name names are. Like, we know they had a girl first, like obviously because of Rowan's dream, like give me the name (laughs) yeah let me know (laughs) yeah (laughs) what did they name her
1: (laughs) I love all the fan art of like all of the like kids like grown Mm -hmm. up like and it's just like so I don't know I I love this community and I love how everyone has such like a um, such love for these books to the point of just like they're so invested and it's so amazing and it's it's so funny because like people who maybe don't read as much or like, or maybe outsiders right. looking in are like, these people are crazy, but it, like, yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's so great. And it's such an amazing community. And it's, um, I love how there's just so many different ways that people interpret the books or, you know, there's obviously, it always breaks my heart when, when, you know, I saw a TikTok the other day where, um, someone was like, Doing like swipe left or right on these like certain books or whatever like popular books, and they like swiped left on uh, Ninth House, which I really love. Okay. And they like swiped. They're like, I didn't really like this book. I thought it was really boring. And I was like, oh, like it like broke my heart. And I was oh, just no. like, I was like, really? It, but you know, and it's but it's always so great to see like different opinions and everyone's different takes on, you know, what is going on in the future. You'll read like people's. Like, oh, this is this is how I see them in the future and like oh that makes sense. And there's like or they'll bring things up and you're just like, oh no, like it just like breaks your heart. And yeah. um, I, love I have it the though. behind, like behind me,
2: I have the tiny little ink fay. It's a uh, Rowan and Aylin's daughter with like Reese and Feyre's son, like together. And like it's it's next to Kingdom of Ash on next to my Funko Bop of like Rowan in a bathtub. So like they're next to each other, but like it's like kind of my like little hidden thing of like, you know, I- I've kind of kept on the bookshelf. You really can't see it unless like I point it out, but it's. It's, it's there for like when we get to Kingdom of Ash, because it's like, you know, hopefully one day they did meet each other and like they kind of got to to interact. I mean, if they existed, but you know, my
0: head they do. So whatever. Yeah, definitely they exist for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like the the fan art and the fandom and then like the fan fiction is like wild. And you're yes. like people are so creative to like come up with this as the authors to come up with these worlds. And then for us like as readers, just like run with it yeah. and create our own version of the world. And it's like
2: I will say my biggest gripe and I have I probably shouted this to the rooftop to many people is like the throne of glass fan fiction needs better fan fiction because we don't have enough. Like everyone's always going to the other, like Akatar obviously has like a ton of really amazing ones, but like there's only one that I've, there's two, but there's one that's like, it's 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 um it's not like canon to the story, but it's like with if like if Rowan met Aiden like while she was like a princess like in Terrasen and like that whole relationship. But I'm like, I need more fanfiction in the Throne of Glass one. Like, give me more. And it's it's always so hard because I'm like, just I just want to live in this
0: world forever. <laughs> like public service announcement if you are a writer and you're listening to this episode write some fanfics yes yes okay thanks bye (laughs) yeah
2: yeah there's a girl in my discord who's writing one she jokingly calls the title cadres of the galaxy and it's like may because Maeve obviously has the ability to like realm hop and so it's like if she made them go to the different worlds but like then wiped their memory so they wouldn't remember it like them doing it so it's like you know the cadre went to akatar and then they went to cross the city and like (laughs) so every time she like messages me and i'm like i can't wait
0: for this story <laughs> that is so fun. I love that idea. It's yeah. really great. You're like, okay, keep writing. Yeah, Make con- some more stuff
2: constantly. Yeah, yeah. There was there was a really this is like a very dramatic conviction but I read it on Wattpad, and like I couldn't get the idea out of my head because it was like not I don't know it was executed like I wanted it to be, but it was like what if Aelin was pregnant when in Empire of Storms, and like when Maeve took her, and I was sold on the concept. I was like, well, now that I've read it, I need to read a good one because like I need to know what would have happened. Like I'm now panicking, and so someone did end up writing it because I was like. Um, and we jokingly called it like Caged Baby. <laughs> that was like the name of the fic. And anytime someone heard it, they were like, you're a sick person. And I was like, well, I found the concept and I just needed it done better. So someone needed to so write funny. it. Tatiana's it
1: is favorite storyline is yeah, when I get pregnant. My least favorite
0: <laughs> trope is children. I like hate them. I hate babies like in general um it's a really (laughs) terrible thing to say but I just like don't like children I hate the idea of like living happily ever after I almost just like flipped through the part in Akisaf like I was just like, I'm done. Oh, well, okay. This. The pro-
2: okay. I will say <laughs> that Akasif one,
0: I was like, oh, so we're reading Breaking Dawn. God yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, that's what we're getting at. But okay. like that part too, cool. I was just like, I'm done. Like, I, I almost didn't read The Last Twilight because it's about a baby. Like, I was I like, know. I'm out. I'm just done. I'm like, that, that was hard. That was, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> also, your name is so
1: dumb. Um. <laughs> well, it was so funny when like, you find out that, um that like irene's pregnant i was like oh todd's gonna love Uh, my eyes and she texts me she's like what the hell and i'm uh, like yep i knew you're gonna
0: love that i just sent her a picture of the part where she's like gently puts her hand on her stomach and i was like we're kidding right (laughs) i was like i'm so done
2: that was well and that was really hard because like i it yeah i Mm mm-hmm again would love to know <laughs> it's just it's just like said that like the alien first off if that had actually happened like if alien was actually pregnant when they had captured her i would have thrown a fit like yeah, i think yeah. i that's why i was like okay it's in fan fiction it's not real that's fine but like the irene one it just it kind of well and I, like jokingly again because we know what happens like when we've been in the beginning of Tower of Dawn, when she's like, Does your manhood work? I like, you know, in the book club session, I was like, Don't worry, it works.
0: Like, (laughs) like, it's fine. (laughs) It's just everything's fine. It just, uh, yeah. I don't think it added anything to her character. And I'm glad that, like, she she didn't didn't dramatically give birth at the end. So that was okay with me. But that's like my least favorite. I'm so worried. This is a side note, but I'm very worried that what's going to happen next in From Blood and Ash is that Poppy's going to be pregnant. And I will, just be done. Like I will, oh. I will give up the book. Yeah, I have oh. a feeling it's going to come up. I do,
1: really? I, yeah, I think the only time it's acceptable for that to happen is literally like the. La- I'm a very like old school <laughs> romance where it's like the last two pages is like they found out they had a baby and, that's and they're like, like or they're off into the and they they walk off into the sunset. That's like for me, that's the only time it's acceptable because I don't, I don't know. It, it's just I don't mind it, but I also don't think it adds very much. Well, and,
2: and the frustrating one about the the Silver Flames one was that it was told in the point of view of someone who didn't like the relationship. Yeah, that was the frustrating part.
0: Yeah, and I don't know. I, I just had a hard time with like their storyline in that, and I was like, "This oh, is yeah, unnecessary." Yeah. Like, I was just like,
2: "Just yeah, me, if." yeah there's that could be for when you get to yeah. silver flame let me know <laughs> well, let's like, chat about it. <laughs> <laughs> because there's like a part that like i was so wanting in silver flames and like it was teased and i was so excited and yeah. then and then then it was nothing and I, like oh so he just forgave like oh we're just gonna forget no we're yeah. not gonna have a confrontation that was clearly like years in the banking like right i yeah. like Yeah, Yeah, that was
0: frustrating. So I I was worried about the happening in this one when Uh, Irene got pregnant. And I was like, are we kidding? But yeah. I would
2: would agree. The only thing I will say is like, I'm irritated that I don't know what the baby was. Like I secretly hope it was a girl just because I feel like Kale does not know how to deal with a woman. And like, I would love for him to have a daughter. And I think that would be a really fun relationship to see him.
1: Yeah, he would go from like being terrified of, well, he's still terrified of women, but like (laughs) when he... (laughs) It reminds me, he kind of, and I hate to make this reference because I don't like Mal, but he reminds me of Mal in the aspect of like, yes. I'm terrified. Or he's like, he's like Grisha women terrify me. And I'm like, yeah, we know. We're like, aware. Like, we all know, women terrify Mal. you. We yeah. know. Yeah. Whereas, like, Kale was kind of in the same, like- but where he's like, say women scare me. And I'm like, no shit. Like women yeah. in general scare you. Like <laughs> we, we, yeah, we know what's going Yeah.
2: Nope. I'm, I'm with you on that. And I think, and also just like the idea too, of him having a daughter and like, I know like Aylan and Dorian would be like, clearly fawning over that child and like you know sending all these gifts and Kale would be like it's my kid and they'd be yeah. like no it isn't it's fine like taking taking her off and Irene's like she's with she's with the queen
1: and king like it's fine yeah <laughs> you know? yeah he but would definitely I mean, be like like a daughter dad like he would definitely yeah, he, would be a good, he, would, like, he would need dad. a daughter but like I can just imagine him going from like being terrified of women to like being like the ultimate feminist and like yeah. <laughs> protecting his daughter like yeah. that's how I just imagine that like progression yeah. of him like yeah he went from being kind of annoying and terrible not terrible but like kind of annoying and terrified of women to like being the ultimate feminist yeah. and supporting yeah. his daughter and all of her um <laughs> all of her endeavors of being an amazing healer like her mom yeah. like that's that's headcanon for I me I also just like love
2: the idea too of like one day like Dorian is watching her and like watching the daughter and then you know Kale goes to like pick her up but Manon actually has her and like she's like on the wyvern like flying around and Kale's like I didn't agree to this like and I was okay with Faze but witches is where the line drops yeah yeah
1: and her and Abraxis are like best friends like <laughs> that's so true yeah. someone got right because Abraxas loves that. kids we all know Abraxas right. loves kids oh, Abraxis
0: is <laughs> everything so he is the funny.
1: the animal sidekick that we all deserve and yeah yeah I love him so much. He does a great
0: job with the sidekicks. They he's
2: definitely game. like how to train your dragon. Like that's any he, he He's toothless. Yeah.
1: yeah. He literally is. He
0: yeah. was. <laughs> he's toothless. That is so funny. I love that. Yeah. No, I don't like the children trope. Just like never bring them up. I'd rather everybody yeah. just never have kids.
2: I like them, but I feel like it's done. It has to be done in a way that makes sense. And a lot of times it's done in a way that you're just like, What was the point in that? Like, what was the
0: motivation? Just wanted like an extra struggle. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and they hint at it in Empire of Storms, where it's like Ailyn throws up, and I, it's like, (laughs) it's our bad for being like the way that we are and how we grew up, like in the patriarchy or whatever. But all of us being like, oh, so she's pregnant, you know? And it's like that was written. It's like it's not written poorly, but it's like it's so terrible. That was the first thing that all of us thought. Yeah, you know, and Rowan thought
2: he was like, get me in there. I want it because he he consented, and so that's like. like. banging on the door he's like uh if that's what's going on like we need to have a conversation because yeah the other thing is like Rowan's already traumatized from losing a mate that was pregnant like if the minute Aylin gets pregnant like she's locked in a tower like like, even though like he knows she doesn't want that like she's locked in the tower for his sanity right
0: yeah I was just like oh god I roll
2: here we go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that would have been tough like I like that's the other thing like I the idea of her getting pregnant in that moment would have been fun it would have been a fun storyline but I did not want a kingdom of ash of Aylin pregnant or Aylin carrying around a kid like no thank you no thank you oh, but I like, like her
1: bit. being in the coffin like being oh, god. how that would have been just a horrible 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 just like
2: yeah. Oh,
0: that would have been
1: And it made me. It
2: kind of freaked me out too, because like, and we've, I've had people come to me and they're like, "Do you need to tell me something like a trigger warning for Kingdom of Ash?" Because because of the way some of the the torturing of K- with Karn, like y- you don't really know like what you know, what's going to occur. And I was like, no, but I definitely thought that something bad was going to happen to her. Like it crossed my mind. And I, for re I was like, this better not go down the way I think it is because I emotionally cannot handle this. And I know Aylin can't emotionally handle this. So like, thank God it didn't, but like, it definitely goes down that route a
1: few times, which is terrifying. uh, Yeah. I was, was, (laughs) I was hoping that wasn't going to happen too. I, I was, oh because you don't you don't know because you know that he's such a like sadistic creep yeah, <laughs> yeah he is and it's just like and then to think I mean she's obviously already gone through uh, I mean just unspeakable things but yeah if- I'm glad she did not add that into the mix because that would have just been
2: yeah
0: too much just
1: yeah it would uh, yeah it
2: would have yeah. tipped the iceberg in a direction that I was not okay with yeah yeah <laughs> I no I wouldn't go down
0: that road I that was not, not been ready okay. for that
2: <laughs> yeah no uh, so. but now you have this idea about poppy getting pregnant in my head and now I'm sorry
0: I'm like- <laughs> I have a feeling I mean she's writing six books so I imagine in oh, I Lord. think in the fifth or sixth one I have a feeling that it will be something in that a baby yeah
1: yeah we talked well, yeah we talked about this when we covered that yeah. and I that- thinking in the last book it's going to be like them getting their kingdom hopefully getting their kingdom i don't know i did not i didn't like crown of gilded bones so i oh i did oh
2: oh did, you? Oh, did. Oh, yeah. yeah
1: i like the very beginning and the very end the middle was
2: i feel like it will yeah and i get that i think um the reason i liked it is because i feel like it's going to be a good reread book because there was a lot of like info thrown in that like yeah. we wanted in the first two and that was why i'm like okay i really liked it um but yeah, I'm glad she apparently just announced that the next one is for sure having a Castile
1: and Poppy point of view, which I was like, thank, thank God. God. Like, thank goodness. That'll be great. I can't handle another book with just Poppy's internal monologue.
0: Like, I, just, like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I, yeah. I, yep. I'm yeah, with but you there's supposed to be six. So I have a feeling in the fifth or sixth one, there's going to be something like that in that realm of... they either are like gonna raise the kid and it's gonna happen in the fifth one and the sixth one will be about them raising the kid or they'll walk halfway off into sunset with kid i feel that i hope it's the latter yeah
2: i yeah because apparently like the the prequel that's coming out in october is going they are going to tie together so i'm like I, there's there's just still a lot of missing pieces. I don't understand that. So no.
1: many. I feel <laughs> no, like the next. Tie. I feel like the next book. This is my theory of how the rest of the series is going to go. The next book is it's obviously the war of two queens. So it's going to mm-hmm. be them like fighting or whatever. And then the next one I feel is her basically pulling Castiel back from being captured again and dealing with all of that. And then the last one is them like getting their kingdom together. That's my theory. Yeah. the rest of the series I like but that.
2: who knows <laughs> I don't know well, to be fair like I remember reading *Era of fire and thinking oh we're gonna spend the majority of the series trying to get Rowan sword to Maeve and that happened at the end of that book and I was like oh okay um, that was easier than we
0: thought
2: <laughs> yeah so what are we gonna do with Rowan again like give me help me out here
1: <laughs> like yeah yeah oh my gosh that reminds me not to. that reminds me of like Shadow and Bone in the second book when you're like okay they're gonna spend the entire book looking for the little like sea sea dragon dragon thing and it's like the first five pages and then you're like okay so what are we doing for the rest of the book (laughs) what's going on here
2: yeah and that's kind of what I wonder like when Poppy and Cass got married I was like oh so what are we okay um it's only been a week but okay got it like no Um, big deal yeah no big deal no big deal (laughs) fine yeah I, I mean, I like Castile, so like, okay, let's let's go with this. But boy,
0: <laughs> well, I kind of yeah. had that feeling with uh, Kale at the end of Crown of Midnight, kind of that like Tower of Dawn was going to be him at his house, like in his home, reclaiming oh. his. Because this is our first time like reading through, I was like, so Tower of Dawn must be just like his POV, like ready, readying the fort over there, and that's what yeah. that's going to be about. Uh, obviously, it wasn't, but that I was like the my theory. thought, and I was like, oh, I, that's probably what this is going to be, and then it like definitely wasn't that at,
2: at mm. all. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Thank God. Yeah, Um, but I was
0: like, oh, that's what he's gonna do. So he's like, he told his father he'd like come back and you know like take over and be Lord Westfall. And I was like, that's that's gotta be what his book's about, right? Yeah.
2: No, I mean it makes sense. I would (laughs) have. Yeah, I didn't. That's like the funny thing because I read them so quickly. Like I didn't even take a minute to like theorize. I was like, okay, we're moving on to the next one. Okay, yeah. Moving on, moving on. Just keep moving on.
0: I can't believe you read them in a week. That is so wild. I look psychotic in the yeah. videos that I posted.
2: Like I don't look well and I wasn't because I had read them in a week and like, I don't recommend it. I also skipped two very important books, which is like another thing. Um, but I like, now that I've obviously read all of them, I understand. I think, I also think secretly the reason I was holding off on Tower Dawn for so long is because I was like, it's the last piece that I haven't read. And I wanted to hold on to it for yeah. as long as I possibly get it, until we got like right up to it. And I was like, okay, fine. I have to read it. And it was hard, like it was hard reading it and like seeing Aelan's name like on a page, you know, and 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 Rowan and all this stuff. And but I will say it was worth it just to read about Sartak. Like that was, yeah, funny.
0: love him. How many times yeah. have you reread the series?
2: So a full read through, one, uh, only once, like one read through for the um for the book club. But like certain scenes, like Rowan and Aelan reuniting in Queen of Shadows. I think my favorite scene in the entire series is like. In Empire Storms, when she's like with Rolf, like um, that. Re- I think I reread that multiple times. I will say for the book club because I know I'm going to have to talk about it. I have reread the coffin stuff and the re like the the really intense moments multiple times, just because I'm like, I don't even know if I can get through saying some of these quotes, yeah. <laughs> of like Aelin and um, you know confessing her love or finding out that she is you know made it or you know that she is going to settle and all this stuff. Um, but only once for a full read-through. Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. It is it is worth, I will say it is 100% worth a read-through. Yeah, Similar to how like whenever you go back and reread Mist and Fury and like mm-hmm. you kind of see the subtle hints that you missed along the way, like that is worth it. But I think Throne of Glass is really special because you see- I mean, even like the first time Dorian brings up in Throne of Glass, like the type of woman he wants, like it's a clear reference to Manon. Like it's, it's, it, those little things make it worth it.
0: I love that. That's so fun. I'm, I keep telling Kirsten, I'm like, I don't know when I'm ever going to have time to reread this series. (laughs) Yeah. It's a beast. (laughs) It's like so long. And that's why when I first read it, I didn't commit to like the whole thing. I was like, I just want to know what all the references are to Throne of Glass. So like, let me just read this first book. So I have a better idea of like who these people are referencing. If I like ever run into spoilers, then I have a better idea But that yeah, do for me. Well,
2: <laughs> and then it's hard too, because you still don't know who Aelin is. Like yeah, you still yeah, know yeah. Who is. I mean, most of the time when people start throwing a glass, they're like, so who's Aelin? And I'm like, well, she's another character. And they're like, but wait, is, isn't Aelin and Selena the same person? And, and I, I will lie through my teeth and I'll be like, no, they're not. Cause they're technically not the same person. They yeah. definitely not have very personalities. And, and then anytime someone was like oh, so Rowan and Aylan are mates, I would always respond with, well, no, Rowan and Selena are not mates. Like I like, yeah, yeah, her, yeah. <laughs> like lying through my teeth the best I could. And, you know, it was hard, but like she she did a really good job of like, I mean, I think that's the other thing, like finding out Rowan and Aylan are mates are not is not the answer you want in that moment because it makes it 10 times harder to find out that like she weaved his brain in a way that like he just, he couldn't see through it. And oh God, it's just, that was like the, again, we're going to get that in Crescent City. I just know.
1: It oh yeah. It's going to be rough. Yeah.
0: There's a lot in that. <laughs> I'm not yeah. ready for the next one. I'm like, I don't even know what this is going to be about.
1: No. Oh, it's yeah. I, again, I haven't, I haven't read those. So I'm, I'm excited to get to them, but I'm also like, yeah. Oh, luckily mentally i preparing. I yeah. will say like,
2: she did a good job wrapping up Crescent City in a way that like, it had a cliffhanger but it wasn't that bad and it like the epilogue made you question things more than anything right but like if I for a second there I was like look if we get an alien in the coffin I'm out like I was
0: like (laughs) I was like she did a good job being like okay it's gonna take me a couple years to write this next one I'll just like give them something to live for but like it's not gonna be too bad (laughs) yeah yeah exactly yeah It's, it's kind of funny Yeah. I thought it was a standalone for a minute. Like while I was reading it those last few chapters, I was like, oh, so it's just going to end here. Like that's fine. Like it could be okay. And then you read the epilogue and you're like, okay, never mind. Yeah, definitely not. It's
2: yeah. And it, (laughs) yeah. And I'm nervous. Definitely. I don't even know if it'll be the second one that'll break my heart. I'm a little worried. It's the third one. Like I think the second one will be fine Yeah, and we'll, and we may get some sort of like (laughs) happily ever after. And then like, it's going to be the third one that's going to really kill me. And I am not ready for that.
0: I don't. I yeah, that's an emotional roller coaster of a (laughs) book. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. and the best part too is like, I read it in December, Mm -hmm. but the way it's written is like, because I mean, I'll look up a spoiler if I'm too. um, I mean, I looked up the spoiler for Kingdom of Ash. I I think I got to like the sixties chapter, Danica's birthday. That's like always my warning. When you get to Danica's birthday, you're in. You're you're sold. You got to read the whole thing now. And um, I googled like I googled. I started googling characters. I was like. I can't but the funny thing was it was still so new that google like the wikipedia was not updated so I was like this
0: isn't answering the question (laughs) like I'm panicking you're like just gotta keep going yeah just gotta keep going yeah 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 it's a good one I read it I read it in December too and I was like well this is just who I am now this book yeah yeah this is just yeah. me as a person forever yeah. now light it up yeah 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 it's so bad I'm like I'm the worst
2: yeah and if I hear I will not be afraid in another Sarah J Mass oh book God. I'm gonna chuck it across the room because I, I it's it's in that book it's in Akatar. like that phrase isn't you do not yield is in both of those. and I was like yeah. Sarah those phrases are reserved for throwing a glass like yeah you ruined me
0: with
1: that one <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh yeah I wish talk, talk about I'm- heartbreak when she says I will not be afraid and this ass is and I was like I, I'm not a, I am unwell <laughs>
0: <laughs> she said in kingdom of ash you're like okay yeah, oh, right. I, am, I am unwell right now yeah. yeah I will say with Crescent City this is a side note but I will say the iconic lines in that are garbage I'm not even gonna lie like yeah. I do like light it up but like through love all is possible and I'm like Oh, could you like come up with something a little more yeah. iconic yeah that yeah. one's the only one that like really bugs me about that I'm like it's such a good book and light it up is is good but like the other one I was like I just hate that this is like live laugh love like you know what I mean yeah. yes. <laughs> yes 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 like, oh, I wish well, you would have done something
2: else um and and I love like and obviously I, you wouldn't know this notice this unless like you were reading them pretty close together like at the same time but there's even like aelin is the first you think it's reese but aelin is the first one that brings up like you bow to no one like yeah. so like that's really cool to see those comparisons or even like in kingdom of ash like when aelin like is at her coronation and she was like the only time she'll ever bow in her reign is like to her crown and that's it like to her kingdom and i'm like <gasps> oh my
0: gosh like her and reese would have a moment right now <laughs>
2: like, yeah. it's really kind of like sweet to like think about those things
0: yeah i know i i wish there was a little more i think the lines are so iconic Throne of Glass has, I think, the most iconic lines. Yeah, like if you're a monster, I'm a monster. You could rattle the stars, like all that. And I think Avatar yeah. has really good ones. You know, like the stars ones, and yeah, like all that. But, like *Christmas City*, I was like, "Light it up!" Yeah
2: cool Light it up that's I think great. my favorite is the, like my favorite line though from Crescent City is blow me asshole like yeah. that's my favorite like it's just the best line it comes at the best time yeah. <laughs> you're like so this good. is awesome yeah like uh, that's yeah, why I, I that. also think like Bryce and Aylin would get along so well because like definitely would heard that she would have been like yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheering
0: in the corner <laughs> that's so true. Oh my god, I love that. that is, I, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be dead for the second one. I can't wait for to come yeah. out. Yeah,
2: yeah, and you and that's also another really good one to reread because there's so much information thrown at you. Yeah, it's nice to get a second read on it so that you can kind of digest, consume, and move on.
0: Yeah, we're gonna do that one right before the second one comes out. Perfect.
2: You guys will be ready.
0: I'm gonna dive right yeah. into it. So it'll be Kirsten's first be read. Rough. It'll be my reread. <laughs> Yeah. yeah we're going yeah we're
1: yeah it's mm-hmm. be, yeah the year's already over
0: so it's like we barely have time I'm just kidding yeah just no I feel like the it. same way Seriously. yeah that's absolutely yeah. it's nuts awesome it is I think that's all we kind of had to question yeah. guys do you have any awesome thing else you want to add or include
2: no I mean I feel like I, I had a lot of fun it was nice to kind of chat and, and have <laughs> yeah. a very spoiler non-spoiler non-spo- free conversation about you know just going crazy with yep. yeah glass. It's nice yeah. to get to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's always it's a, fun. It's a very rare thing to do on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're always trying to keep people spoiler, spoiler free, but when you just are like full spoilers, deal with it. Yeah. yeah
1: we're way. like always at the beginning of the episodes, by the way, there are spoilers. So if you don't want to hear it, I know, yeah, I always, we always but, like
0: get through, and we're like just just FYI, like spoiler alert. Even though we're right. like, this, this is the book we're talking about, but there's some spoilers for the book. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always. Yeah. I'm always afraid. Always. I'm like, I don't know why you're listening to this if you don't want spoilers, but yeah, here we are. Um, <laughs> I
2: I posted like a TikTok. I think it was sometime last week where I was like the love languages of the Throne of Glass men, and um, I put at the start of that video, I was like, this is a series spoiler. Like we're talking full series, and yeah. like. The first one I mentioned, I was like, this is Rowan. His love language is, you know, acts of service because, you know, he beheaded Karn and skinned him alive. And the <laughs> first comment was like, oh, I should have taken the warning seriously. And I
0: was like, you think <laughs> like, you can't get mad at me? Like, told And you me. did it for, there was like a pause too. You're like, yeah. this is a whole series spoiler. And now we okay. have. in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I know, I watched that and I was like, well, wow, that was perfect. That was so good. Like, yeah. Gave people plenty of time to scroll away. <laughs>
2: they, yeah, people, well, and, and like now that we have three minute videos, which I rarely use on TikTok, but like I think that was my first three minute video I ever posted. Even in one minute videos, like I'm like, look, full, especially like the Crown of Gilded Bones, I was like, full spoilers. Go. I'm I minutes mean, like talking to yeah, million miles an hour, like Okay, <laughs> like trying to get the thought across. Yeah, it's just oh, especially too with um Silver Flame was really hard too because yeah. it was, there was so much happening in that book. There's lots of crossover craziness that happens in that book that ties to the whole Sarah J. Mass universe, and like talking about that in a minute and then being like, Oh, by the way, spoilers.
0: Like, <laughs> yes, don't listen. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, so. that
0: was awesome. I love that. Cool. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming on and chatting with us. Yeah. This was really fun to talk all the whole series as a whole. Cause I oh, feel wonderful. like it has been quite the adventure for us to read it
2: I'm over sure. the last
0: two months. So it's been a process for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, look, biggest series you're done. You can move on to the small guys. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, well, thank you guys for having me on. It's been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. It was yeah. Super fun. Thank you for joining us. We had a, we had a great time. It was a lot of fun again, talking all things throne of glass, um, a series that I, both of us love. I mean, we all love Sarah J. Mass too. So it's, um, it's been cool to finally, uh, understand the references yes. and, and all yeah. the fan art and everything. So it's been amazing, but, um, yeah, thank you for joining us and, um, where can everyone find you on the interwebs?
2: Yeah, so um, my primary um, source or account is my TikTok account, and it is at Rosebud Mode with two e's at the end. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram at Rosebud Mode with one e. Everything else is just one e. Um, and then the book club is BookBudsClub.com, so you can get all the information there, including what we're reading for the monthly book club and where what our Throne of Glass schedule is.
0: Awesome. Perfect. And we'll, I'll link everything down below in the show notes and everything like that. And we'll tag you in all of the posts. So people can find you there too, but if you guys want to just look it up, that's how, yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, thank you everyone for joining us and tuning in to our recap of throne of glass. Um, and if you guys have any questions for us or for Sarah, please DM us, let us know, um, also in the future, if you want us to cover anything else, um, let us know if you guys have any, um, fan art of Fenris and Adion, that would be amazing too. Um, please send it our way. Um, <laughs> please. <laughs> please, it would be greatly appreciated. And if it's not out there, um, if you're a creator, if you can create that, that would be great. Thanks. Just, just a little side note. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, thank you all for for hanging out with us today. Um, we really appreciate it. We had a lot of fun reading through this and um, talking to you, Sarah. And um, yeah, so I hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your week and I think I think that's that's all we have for you guys this week. Any other announcements, Todd?
0: Yeah I don't think so. I think that's all we've got. We have a rough schedule of blood and honey gods and monsters over the next few weeks and then some other like bonus things coming up so we'll let you guys know when that comes around that's about it thank you guys thank you
1: bye Bye. (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening to the bookish banter podcast this week we would appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review thank you once again and we'll see you all next week